Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. From the Kiss 925 studios in Toronto, Canada. Oh. This is Roz. Yes. And Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My, my boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I keep Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Oh. Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, hey, hang on a sec. Hey, Maury, come on in here for a sec. We got to talk about Cameo. So Cameo, for anybody who's unfamiliar, is it's like an app and celebrities go on this app and then they build an account and then fans can pay these celebrities to do shout outs for them, like video shout outs, like birthday. Uh, hey, my kid's graduating. Can you send a message to my kid? And then you go through all these celebrities and you figure out how much they charge per cameo video and then you pay them and then they do it. And Maury's been on cameo for a while now. How many videos have you done? 95. 95 videos. Wow. How much do you charge per video? $10. How much do you make out of that $10? Uh, nine or eight, usually eight or $9, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, but that's changed. Why? What happened? So they're doing like COVID charity, right? So yeah. a large percentage of that comes off. So now I'm making $2 a video. So you make... <laughs> 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 okay, and so a lot of them are birthday shout outs, right? you got to act fast because like if you forget, they expire and that's bad. So I've had that happen a couple times. And what, you get like a bad rating? Well, you get like a notification. It's like a sad <gasps> face. Like, you know, your birthday oh, greeting to Margaret didn't happen no, because you forgot. No. So then you you have to do one for free. Like, it's like... Oh, do a make no. <laughs> yeah. So what, what have you been doing with all that money that you're making? Those... I don't know. It just comes in and I don't know where it goes. Oh, does it go into your bank account? <laughs> yeah, it automatically deposits. But each time, like little bits, not all at once. Like it'll say oh. like transaction of $7 complete. So it's like it's hard to really save. <laughs> you like, have to have a separate Cameo account that you just don't bank into. Bank account, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's that a great all idea. Your, all your Cameo money. Anyway, Maury <laughs> got called out on Cameo um, because they said that when Maury does his personalized birthday greetings for people, his personalized, personalized birthday greetings for people, um, he uses the same joke in every single one of them. No. Yeah, and so we got called it. Was this on Twitter? This, no, this was a comment on Cameo. Oh, on Cameo. It says, uh, Maury, uh, dude, love that you use the same one birthday joke in each Cameo. 
So is that allowed? Or do I, would, I understand? I, I imagine that people would be pissed about that. You could do whatever you want. I really. guess you can do whatever you like want. Like if you have a catchphrase, but right? these are supposed to be personalized, yeah. like personalized. So this is Maury's birthday greetings to people from Cameo. Hey Kyle, mommy and I want to wish you a very happy birthday. Okay, what goes up but never goes down? Your age. <laughs> it's Anthony's birthday. What goes up but never comes down? Your age. Cheyenne, what's going on? <laughs> Happy birthday. Hope you have an amazing birthday. You know, what goes up and never comes down? Your age. <laughs> hey, Michelle. With Happy birthday. By the way, what goes up but never comes down? Your age. <laughs> Debbie, what's going on? It's Dan McMorry from the Roz and Mocha Show, and I wanted to wish the best sleepy here. in the world a happy, happy 50th birthday. What goes up but never goes down? Your age. <laughs> hey, Davia, it's Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. Happy birthday. What goes up but never comes down? Your age? Your age. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Tony, what's going on, man? Happy birthday. Okay, what goes up but never goes down? Your age. Okay. There's like 95 of those. <laughs> right? almost like you almost saw that same joke a hundred times. <laughs> the one thing I noticed about... Whenever Maury tells that joke, is yeah. after the punchline, he does like the weird, like a weird <laughs> laugh. Oh, he laughs at himself. He laughs at his own joke. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a joke. He doesn't know to just end the joke. He always has to end the joke and then give a laugh. Okay. Right? Yeah. And almost all the laughs kind of sound the same. Your age. <laughs> 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 Your age. That last one just sounded like he was so sick and tired of the joke, right? Your age. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, anyway, how do, guys, they, how, do the way, how do they find you on Cameo, Maury? Did you search Damn It, Maury? By okay, the way, yeah. what goes up but never goes down? <laughs> I don't know. Your age? <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, I got no problem with that. I just want it warm. Like, that's it. I like, know. Just all of us. We all want it warm. Tired of wearing leather. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? How dare you? I just want to take my jacket I've off. I've only known you to be wearing leather. <laughs> no, I know. But sometimes you get tired. You know, I want to want to start bringing out the other stuff. I know. Because I don't have a lot of clothes, right? Like, I don't have this extensive wardrobe. And, but I have very specific things that I put away, right? Like, I put the leather jacket away at a certain time of year. I stopped wearing socks at a certain time of year. Last yeah. year, March break, I stopped wearing socks. Wow. March break to September, yeah. I didn't wear socks. This year, it's so cold, I had to wear socks. I showed up in here in flip-flops the other day to work, by mistake. Yeah. And my feet froze all day. I couldn't get warm. I had to chill all day. <laughs> <laughs> Just you need, like, heated socks or something. Bruh, I don't even know. We have heating pads in the house. Do your girls, do your uh, yeah, Jenny's we have heating pads? Yeah? Yeah. It's actually pretty nice. So <laughs> I can't do it. No? No, 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 no. We have one. It makes me have to poop. It's got, oh, what? Yeah, I can't put that much heat in my stomach. <laughs> We've got, um, 
No, I put it on my back. On it's your real back? Nice. Oh, it's so nice. It's a relaxing. Is it a plug-in heating pad? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, we yeah, have. yeah, yeah. We yeah. have one of those. Sunbeam, I think. Yeah, that's what they and have. And it's got a setting that goes all the way up to six. Oh, come on now. <laughs> oh, your body is toasty. Yeah, see, we have, ours is like a battle for the heating pad. One of them will plug it in. And then it's a battle between Catherine and, and Roxy and the three cats on who gets the heating pad. Yeah. Right? Like everybody just milling around on the couch. If somebody goes to pee, it's like it gets pounced on by everybody else who's left on the couch. But it, I can't do a heating pad. I can't do it. It's pretty comfortable, man. Really? Yeah. That I can't even do, if Catherine puts the heat seater on in the car, and sometimes she'll do it just to, to mess with me, uh-huh. I can't do it. It's too oh, much why? It's too much heat down there. You gotta pee. And then, no, it makes me go poo. Oh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. You're so relaxed. I can't, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't get that relaxed <laughs> down there. Like, that's the problem, <laughs> right? Is I'm, I need to be a little bit tense all the time. And <laughs> I don't do, that's why I don't have massage. <laughs> Insurance doesn't cover that. (laughs) (laughs) You are too much today. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Limerick Day. Is that what today is? Yeah. What are the rules for limericks? Also, Maury, what is going on with your hair today? So um, what I'm doing here is it's a cross between, um, what do you call it, Goo Goo Dolls? And other 80s bands. Goo Goo Dolls? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Goo Are you Goo talking Dolls, about Flock singer. of Seagulls? No, 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 no. The lead singer of Goo Goo Dolls and uh, Simon Laban from Duran Duran. No, no, it's not, it's not any of those. You, you look sure? like No, you look like Little Nicky. <laughs> Remember that Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> Where the devil true. just spends his days sticking pineapples up Hitler's ass? <laughs> I thought well, this was Goo Goo Dolls. No, that is um, not Goo Goo Dolls. I don't know. You know, you walked in here this morning? On. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. That is like some greasy, thinning, wild What'd hair. What do you use you on got? your hair to make it do that? Clay. Yeah. Looks like cement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? I actually, I actually knew a guy whose mom did her hair like that when I was growing up. No joke. Was the name Karen? No joke. <laughs> kind of looks like a Karen haircut. No. Everybody's mom's name was Karen when I was growing up, bro. Everybody's mom's name curl? was Karen. So the part that's fluffy, that you're, yeah, that area there that you're touching. Yeah. yeah. Did you curl that part? No, I, I poofed it up by sort of kneading oh. the dough. I kneaded the dough. That's what you call it. Yeah. That's something else. Anyway, it's Limerick Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so what, what are you, what the are rules you... of uh, of writing a limerick? I can tell you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> We're asking you, bro. The first two lines rhyme, then the next two lines rhyme, and the last line rhymes with the first two lines. First two, second two, and then the last one rhymes with the first two. That's right. Right? Okay, I got yeah, you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what do you, how many do you have? What, what, I have do you four have topics? Limericks. What are the topics? Roz, mm. uh, living at home, mm-hmm. um, gaining weight, mm-hmm. and isolation. Okay. These are all about Roz? <laughs> no, four different ones. Oh, four different ones. <laughs> yes. okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, where would you like to start, Mocha? Uh, Roz. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Go, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. A man named Roz. He really has no flaws. He loves to drink cider too much, and we'll find him on Grinder, a site to take away our blahs. <laughs> to me, that doesn't sound like a limerick, though. Maybe it's how I'm saying it. A man named Roz. He really has no flaws. He loves to drink cider, and too much will find him on Grinder, a site to take away our blahs. No, I don't know. To me, it doesn't sound like a limerick. Like I know mm. limericks. You know. You know what I mean. I only know one limerick. Actually. Okay, w- workshop that one. Okay, let's go, go, go to the number two. Okay, thank you. 
I love my husband very much. When um, out, we often go Dutch. Even if we don't often touch, it's been too long stuck at home. Soon I'll tell him where to shove the comb, causing him to walk with a crutch. Okay, so you just... Hold on, what? Okay. Okay. That one seemed like a lot longer limbrick than the first one. First of all, you have the first three lines in there that rhyme. Dutch... Okay, well, okay, here's number four. No, no, go read that one again. Okay, I love my husband very much. When we are out, we often go Dutch, even if we don't often touch. Okay. Uh, okay. That's three lines. Okay. It's been too long stuck at home. Soon I'll tell him where to shove the comb, causing him to walk with a crutch. <laughs> okay. So you added an extra line. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Uh, listen, man, I'm no Limerick expert, you know? Yeah, I did. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, we, yeah, we know we're right. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. always right. Okay, what do you got? What's the next okay. one, Maury? Limerick Day. Okay, okay, okay. I've uh, not been eating clean. I'm proud of my COVID-15. I can no longer be a stripper as I can't do up my zipper. No idea when a salad was last seen. <laughs> that may be the masterpiece. Read it again? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've not been eating clean. I'm proud of my COVID-15. I can no longer be a stripper as I can't do up my zipper. I no idea when I saw a salad. No, oh, I screwed that part <laughs> up. <laughs> I That's the lyric I know. <laughs> We're all stuck doing the self-isolation. It's something we just hate. It's causing me to drink. Could even shrink my dink. At least I feel great. Whoa. Huh? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that one broke all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's happy it. Limerick oh, Day, that's everybody. Yeah. Is that oh, okay. oh, it was, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Maury. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Okay, so as we continue uh, with the simple tasks of can you complete blank in 30 seconds or less? This is head-to-head competition uh, between Dammit Mori, hello. Hi. And Mocha, hello. Hello. So today's (laughs) challenge, today's challenge, gentlemen. Can you... Snap your fingers with one hand 101 times in 30 seconds or less. 101? Can you snap this? your fingers 101 times in 30 seconds or less? This seems easy. You, more. you think that this seems easy. Mocha looks completely psyched out right now. Okay. Uh, Shem, can you come in here for one second, please, uh, with a paper and a pen? Um, because what's going to wind up happening is we'll have you go individually. And for every snap I hear, I'm just going to make a tick on my paper. Okay. And then at the end of it, I'm going to count them up to see if you guys made it individually to 101 snaps okay. with a single hand okay. in 30 seconds or less. Okay. Got it. So here we go. Maury, you Maury you're going first. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> uh, Shem, I'm going to do ticks, and you do ticks as well, okay? And then we're going to count as soon as we're done to see if they match up. Sounds good. Uh, damn it, Maury, are you ready? Yeah. And go. 
I'm not hearing anything. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. I'm not hearing anything. Maury, you got to... Check, check, check. Yeah, you got to put it in front of the mic. We have to be able to... <laughs> we have to be able to hear the snaps, man. We okay. got to be able to hear it. Do those ones count? What's okay. that? Okay. No, those ones did not count because the clock just stopped. Dingbat? Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Yes. And go. I'm not hearing a lot of snaps. <laughs> yeah, There's just, not a lot of noise being made. It's silence. Okay, yeah, it's just, it's silence with like a very grimacy face. But, yeah. Okay, Marty's in pain okay. right now. I stopped That's... making ticks on my page at about the 10 second mark. Yeah. Now, Maury's just shaking okay. his hand. Maury was shaking his hand like you had honey stuck on your finger. Okay, that's... That's not it, man. Also, also I'm just going to say right now, Maury, you should not be that exhausted from snapping one hand <laughs> for 30 seconds. Uh, do we even bother? What number did you come up with? I think I had 38. Yeah, and that's I had being one, very two, generous. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, that 10, 11, count, 12, 13, 14, 15. I stopped at 16. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I stopped at 16, okay. man. Okay, so Shem's 38 counts. No, okay. It's well, no, the average between the two of us. Yeah, no. exactly, exactly. I don't know. No, 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 they no, have no, to no. be loud no. snaps. Yeah, loud snaps. Uh, Mocha, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, Mocha, you are ready and go. Those aren't loud. Not loud. No. Okay. 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 What is that, okay. Like four. Oh, so shut, I win. <laughs> no. Come on. Yeah, okay. Try again. Yeah. You're gonna try. try you're gonna try again. Maybe right. lick a lick a finger. You ever do that? Yeah. Lick I'm a finger. Get some good sound going. Okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. okay. Any, any any time. Anytime you're ready. Anytime okay. you're ready. Here we go. In three, two, one. No. <laughs> He's licking his hand. He's so good. Okay. It's yeah, getting you're done. tough. It's getting tough. Okay. You're done. I'm not hearing any noise. I'm not hearing any noise. No, man. Oh, is it really that hard? Ah. Oh. Okay. What number? What I okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Shem, you count. I'm going to count. Six, Come on. Seven, that was eight, louder nine, than more. 10, 11, snaps. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. 51, I stopped at 62. What did you stop at, Shem? I only heard 37. Oh! oh, oh, oh. 62, huh? <laughs> I got 38 from Shem, so I don't know. Okay, hold on here. Hold on okay. here. Let me give, give me like a nice loud snap, Mocha. Maury, give me a nice loud snap. What if you just maintained that speed? Okay. Because realistically... Oh, hold on. My right hand is way better. Oh, look at that. Okay. Oh, okay. okay Yo, hold now on. we're in a competition, boys. Okay. Okay. Hold it. You want to go one more time? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Hold on. I need a piece of paper. Okay. So the question is, can you snap your fingers with one hand 101 times in 30 seconds or less? And they got to be real snaps. Uh, both Shem and I are judges on this. So, Mocha, you're going to go again? Yeah. Okay. You let me know when. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Look at pain on his face. It's crazy. Oh, oh, oh he's fading. He's fading. He's fading. Uh, my forearm is. <laughs> he 
he's fading. 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 Okay, hold on here now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What number was that? Impressed? Wow. Uh huh. I got 67. 62. So. Okay. Okay, 60 plus. Okay, now, Maury, are you ready? Oh, yeah, born ready. In three, two, one. No. Yeah, and I've stopped counting. Oh, there we go. Back up again. Oh, you made you do this! <laughs> what did you do? No. <laughs> what did you do? You weren't even watching! No, what was happening? What was happening? He started making clicking noises with his mouth! No, you didn't! Cheater! Cheater! I think he runs like, oh, he's back. I'm concentrating on counting! When he started hearing the clicks, he was making the noise with his mouth. Wait, wait, okay. Do the, do the, do the click again with your mouth? Oh, oh my god, you cheated! <laughs> as if you cheated! <laughs> as if you cheated in this game! <laughs> like, if this doesn't prove that you cheat at everything, I don't know what does. Okay, so the, the number the number was what? Uh, Sham, Mocha got it. Mocha had 62. Okay. Mori had zero in uh, my uh, life. <laughs> no, before the clicks! <laughs> and that's how you play 30 seconds or less. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. And I guess they're opening, uh, the flower shops are allowed to open, right? Is that yeah. the deal? Because I know I felt so bad for them. I heard that story. I never even thought about that earlier in the week when the flower shops were pleading with uh, Doug Ford to let them open because this is really the weekend. This and I guess Valentine's Day are the weekends that are like the, the where they make all their money, right? Yeah, curbside pickup, obviously, for the flower shops. But here's my, th I don't get, and, I, and I'm so with them on, on this. With the, with the, I don't understand why certain places that sell certain things are allowed to open, but other places that sell those exact same things are not allowed to open. That makes no sense to me. It makes no sense that they were allowed to have garden centers at big box stores mm -hmm. uh, open, but yet the flower shops that only do that were not. It made no sense to me. Is it because it's a smaller space? No, I don't know. I don't know but what it was. But if everything is curbside, then what's but the But who diff? cares, right? right? Yeah. But yeah. they're only allowing the ones, I guess, that have street entrances. Well, yeah. Yeah, you can't go to a mall. It's going to be a while before we can go to a mall. Oh, yeah. I was reading the other day that uh, Varvados filed for bankruptcy. No, they did not. Yeah, they did. Oh, my God. Are you and serious? I was, I was wearing, like, head-to-toe Varvados when I read that story. Were right? you? Yeah, so I love their T-shirts. Yeah, so there's no more... No more oh, Var no. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say no more because oftentimes when a company files for bankruptcy, it doesn't mean that they're going to go away. It just means that they have to restructure. Uh, and and then Neiman was, Marcus. Neiman Marcus. And then I was reading... Uh, there was something this morning about Aldo. Oh, and Cora's downtown Toronto is gone. Which is what? The, the breakfast place. Really? Like I was walking my dog and the signs are gone, everything with a note on the on the window that said you didn't pay your rent. Which one? The one at Blue Jays Way in Wellington. The the one that line, every Sunday lineups are on the block. I used mm. to do that. You know, I used to line up at that joint when Same. we used to go to outside for breakfast, which was stupid. Mm. When I get past that part of my life, I was like, what did I do? 
wake up and go join your friends and stay in a line for an hour to go for breakfast. Wow, it's stupid. It's dumb. Oh wow, It's dumb. Okay. I regret every single time I did that now. That's Whoa. the one thing I regret. Can I tell you? I have very few regrets in my life. But lining up for breakfast? Yep. The one <laughs> thing I regret is all the time I wasted oh, meeting people I was man. okay friends with in an hour lineup to go for breakfast that was five times the price that it should have been. But it's the experience. It's not the experience. The experience also, was terrible every single time. Do you know how to cut fruit like that? It's it doesn't matter. I don't. It doesn't matter. I have no appreciation wow. for that when you make somebody wait in line like that. Grumpy and and, and in pay, the morning. I know. I know. You know what well, I mean? You are. I know. Some would say I need breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Aaron, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I am good. How are you? Good. All right. So it's been a while since we talked to you. It was uh, in November that we heard your story. Yes, yes. It's been, a lot has changed. Okay, so you wrote us this back in November. Um, Dear Razamoka, please fix my life. My mom keeps matching with guys my age on Bumble, and she goes on dates and then tells me all the details right after, and when I express my discomfort, she gets mad. I'm 20, she's almost 50, I'm scared to invite friends or classmates over to study. Because <laughs> you thought that maybe her mom was going to start hitting on all so, your friends. So we talked a lot about boundaries and the sort of conversation, tough conversations that you would need to have with your mom, but also that your mom is your mom, and you know she deserves happiness too, whatever that looks like, and as long as she's not looking to try and find you a new dad then you know you got to sort of let her live her life how did it all turn out okay well for starters i'm a lot more open to her dating people my age like you mentioned that if someone is able to make her happy she deserves to be happy and i agree um we did discuss a lot of boundaries and stuff so she made a rule that she would not date or meet anyone my age or younger so they have to be like a little older than me or like one year older and I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a ridiculous, okay. Yeah, sure. Fair. Rule, listen, man, you go, you do Rules you. are rules. Rules okay. are rules. I love it. I mean, it makes me feel a little more comfortable. I don't sure. know. It's just like, it's a funny situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. She did stop telling me all the details and asking me about all these terms. Instead, she goes on Google now and figures out what like certain things mean. Let's oh, remind people. Right. Let's remind people. What were some of the things that your mom was asking you or telling you? So just phrases like Netflix and chill. <laughs> I think there was a few like positions that she didn't oh, know what man. they meant. Yeah, she does now, though, I bet, huh? Uh, probably. <laughs> Aaron's like, I don't know. We don't have those conversations anymore. But is your mom happy? Yeah, she's very happy. Oh, okay, good. Now, is she still dating, sort of uh, dating frequently, or has she found a, a boyfriend now? So there's nothing serious, but she's found like a few people that she is a little closer with, and I, I don't know where it's going to go from here. Yeah. How do you, I always wonder about this. When it comes to sort of moms dating younger guys and having a son your age, do you wonder, like, what the guy's motivation is? Obviously, your mom's looking for fun. She's looking for a little companionship, a little happiness, and a good time. That's fine. But do you ever just, like, wonder if these guys, it's like they, they fetishized your mother, where they're just into that sort of you know, demographic because there's just something about her age that, you know, is their specific turn on? Like, does that bother you at all? Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because my mom does have a very, like, youthful personality and she she is, like, very trendy. So maybe she does find things in common and they think she's a cool person. Yeah. Maybe it is, as you say, like, they just want somebody who's a little older. 
I don't know. I don't really think about that. It's not really my business. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think about that either. <laughs> I, I regret bringing that up. <laughs> so, Aaron, are you still bringing? Like, are you now able to have your friends over to uh, to either hang out or, as you said before, to study? Like, oh, I guess you can't have people over now because of social distancing. But since we talked to you back in November and you did have your conversation with your mother pre-lockdown. Were you okay with bringing people over? Well, no, I just, oh. just, <laughs> just to be safe, I didn't because okay. I, I thought it would be a little awkward. There was actually like um, one time we were driving and then there was a song by, by Drake or some something. And then we're sitting in the car and my mom says, oh, Brandon loves this song. Oh. And Brandon's like one of my closest friends. Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Uh, so is, is Brandon now like an ex friend? No, no, no. And then so then like I realized that like oh my mom probably spoke to him or something, and like I don't know what happened, but you know that. Did they talk? Do you like, know if they did or uh, not? So I asked him, and like yeah, he told me that they spoke, but it was like just nothing inappropriate. It was just like they had a conversation about music. Yeah. How, Wait, but how would they have been able to speak? Like, does he have your mom's number? Or no, 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 she... they, they follow each other on Instagram. Oh, so all up in the DMs. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was, I remember when I was younger and it like this whole conversation, I, I like vividly recall all these conversations coming back because I went to school with one guy when we were younger. And like when you're young dudes and you're all, you know, crap heads and everything else, we went to school with one guy whose mom was really yeah. And this kid never heard the end of it. Oh, really? Like, oh, my God. Never heard the end of it. He never wanted to have people over at the house. Just like Aaron. Yeah, never wanted to have people over at the house. Uh, but the important thing is your mom, she's happy, and the relationship that you guys have now is great. Oh, yeah, because okay, we good. did have the discussion, and it, it is a lot more comfortable, I guess. Good. I like that. I like that you guys work through this. You guys put up some rules where even if it's just one year older, they just can't be younger than you. I like that rule. I like that she's now going to Google to discuss terms of things that she may or may not have done with friends. Uh, not friends of yours, but strangers that she met on Bumble. Um, <laughs> and, and, not, and not Brandon. And not Brandon at all, not. <laughs> Brandon. Uh, no, I like I like this. I like that you guys managed to work it out. I really do. It sounds like you and your mom have a really great relationship that we should all be a little envious of. Yeah. Thanks very much for checking back in, Aaron. Okay, thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. If you follow us on IG at Kiss925 or subscribe to our YouTube channel, then you've seen the newest member of the Kiss925 family. Everyone in the city loves her because she's so fun and funny. Deepa Prashad, it is Roz and Mocha. Hello. Hi, what's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? You sound sad. Me? I don't sound... <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, just, just you, know what, you know what's sad, Deepa? Is the fact it. that you... <laughs> You'll get used to it. <laughs> no, because you started working with us at Kiss925 right when the lockdown happened. So you have been doing everything for the radio station from home. You haven't been able to, to actually, like, come in here and, and hang out with us. No, yeah, I've been at home for, like, I don't even know. It feels like three years now, but probably close to two months. So, I mean, I've been able to do a lot from home. But, yeah, I'd much rather, like, be in the studio with you guys. I know, it's so wild. It's, it's, and I, you're in a very unique situation where, yeah, you got, like, a brand-new job, like a cool job that you were looking forward to. We were looking so forward to you know you being around and then the lockdown happened and you're like oh great 
Like, did it, did, yeah. did, like, did it feel at first, maybe like it didn't really, like, who were you working for? Like, what were you even doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was just like me at home doing my own stuff. And it's like me talking to a camera on my own and having conversations <laughs> with myself. And I'm like, oh, wow. So if you go to our, uh, our Instagram, at Kiss925, or find us on YouTube, you'll see all the latest videos that Deepa has been posting. And you've been having a lot of fun, right? Oh, my gosh. I've been having so much fun. But can I say, like, yeah. the plus of being at home is wearing pajama pants all day. <laughs> Even when I'm filming my videos, I'm definitely still in pajama pants. Now, how many, now, is it the same pajama pants? Like, are you doing outfit of the week? No, no. I have seven different pajamas. Oh, so I will change it daily based on my mood, you know, get me in the right headspace for when I'm filming. So it's all, it's all a process. You know what I do at home and I realize this? What? Because I, I do ET Canada from home, right? So mm -hmm. every day at about two o'clock, two thirty is when I tape all of my on-camera stuff for ET Canada. And before I record anything, I go in the bathroom and I put cologne on. I put perfume no, you on. Don't. I do, yeah. Why? Because yeah, it, it shakes it up a little bit. Like because I perform better. I don't know what it is. Like it's a Every, confidence booster. Yeah, I don't know really? what it is. I just do. Yeah. Like, I just like smell you, good, you look smell good. Yourself. Yeah, because yeah, you I, smell yourself and you're like, wow, it's my day. Yeah, because I have to do something that takes me out of the headspace that I'm sitting at home doing this. Uh -huh. So I need some sort of reminder of uh, that I'm doing something important. And I'm wearing all just my regular clothes because I don't have any of my suits at home and I'm sitting in the office. And so the one thing that I never do at home is I never wear cologne at home. Like I don't spray perfume at home. Yeah. So the one thing I do before I do the show every day is I put perfume on. Look at you, boo. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a game changer. Maybe I should throw that into my routine. Also, can I say I love your cat? Like, uh, your cat is so entertaining. He's so, he's, like, he's, you know my cat plays fetch, right? What? Yeah, what? I'm going to do, I'll do a video of it this weekend. Did you, like, train him to N No, fetch? he got his ball, walked down the hall with it in his mouth, and dropped it in front of Catherine. Like a dog? And then, yeah, and then Catherine yeah. threw it down the hall, and he went to get it, and then brought it back again, and he'll do this, like, 40 times in a row. Okay, yeah, a video is mandatory. Yeah. I, I feel like I need to see it to believe it. It's weird, man. My cat plays fetch, and then he eats your foot, and it sucks. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so what's going on with you? Were you not supposed to get married? Yeah, yeah, I am supposed to get married, but um, luckily that's happening. Uh, next year in April, but now we're just really confused because we can't plan anything, and then we also don't know if there's still going to be a limit on you know gathering sizes next year oh, because God. if there's not if there's not a vaccine, it's going to be very hard for people to want to like get together in large groups. And we're brown; we're going to have like a pretty big wedding. So our number is three hundred. Oh, three hundred! Oh my God, Deepa! Three hundred? Yo, is that just three hundred per side? No, 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 no. no. Three hundred in total. Okay. Three hundred in total. Yeah, because some, some brown people will hear that and be like, what, you're supposed to have a thousand people at your wedding. And I'm like, uh, 300 sounds big enough to me. So it's just like a lot of planning on our side trying to like figure out contingency plans and stuff. But yeah. um, as we get closer to the time, I think that's when they'll be more stressful. But hopefully it works out. And hopefully, you know, everyone else that was supposed to get married at this time, they're obviously in a way, you know, more stressful situation than I am right now. So fingers crossed that it'll go well. All right, Deepa, what uh, what stuff are you working on right now for uh, for social, for at Kiss925 on Instagram and uh, our YouTube channel as well? Yeah, so every day I'm putting out like a, an update video with the latest news. So I'm doing all my research in the morning, writing my scripts, filming the videos. And then in the evening, you guys can check out those videos. Uh, hey, listen, uh, thank you so much. I, I'm stressed out for you for just to even have the idea of 300 people on my mind. 
First of all, the, stress, I appreciate that. the, the stressful part of that for me is finding 300 people. <laughs> like, yeah. would, I, would, I would need years. I would have to go and redo my entire life in order to get 300 people at a wedding. Hey, uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the secret. When it's a Guyanese and Pakistani fusion wedding, you'll have no problem finding uh, 300 people. I guess, I guess. Uh, Deepa Prashad, we love you lots. We'll check in with you real soon, okay? Okay, sounds good. Take care, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So that's it. No more Crocodile Rock. I know. That, I can't believe. I can't believe we're going to live in the city of Toronto and not yeah. have Crocodile Rock in our lives anymore. There's been a lot of le- legendary, long-standing businesses in this city that have announced that they've permanently closed. And Crocodile Rock is right up there among the most legendary and significant. This was... It hit hard. This was like the launching pad for thousands upon thousands of bachelorette parties (laughs) in this city, okay? This was the place that became and embraced its reputation as a, can you say Cougar Bar in 2020? I don't know if you can. Maybe you can. I don't know if you can. You know what? Yes. Right? They they embraced that reputation and they thrived. And Crocodile Rock never changed down on Adelaide Street. They were always just what they were and they just embraced it. If you, wanna, if you have any memories of Crocodile Rock, please text us at 925-555. I got a ton of memories. I used to live right across the street from Crocodile Rock. Oh, so you've seen... Heard okay, so and probably smelled a lot. Let me let me tell you what happens on uh, on Adelaide Street. Okay, okay. Back in the day when I was there. Uh huh. Okay. So here's what would happen: is you had uh, at that time the the loose moose was there, uh-huh. Crocodile Rock was there, a bar called Dirk Gently's was there, and then you oh, had a man. nightclub called Limelight, all in a row. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And then at the end of that row was the um, fire station uh-huh. with all the firemen. So I lived right across the street from the fire station. So I could see all those bars from my window. And the firemen. And the, and the firemen. So what would happen is at 1 a.m., because last call was 1 a.m. at the time. So at 1 a.m., you could start to hear the streets get a little bit noisy. And if I was out at a bar, I'd be walking home. If I was in the, in the, the, the loft, I would just look out my window. And it was the most hysterical thing. Because everybody else, you could tell, like, where everybody was coming from. But the gaggles of women who would filter out from Crocodile Rock at a very specific time mainly a little bit earlier than the other bars because they had to catch go trains to go home. (laughs) (laughs) What you would get was it was so fun because at that exact moment is when all the firemen from the fire station would filter out onto the sidewalk to just hang out. Uh Uh-huh. They we weren't need, there 15 minutes before. No, no, we needed a break. Yeah, they, and we're not tired. No. We're not tired to fall asleep just no, yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're not, we're, we know we're supposed to be here no. for like two, three days. And a but. great night at Crocodile Rock for a lot of the women who went there would end with a fantastic like chat flirt session with young firemen on the sidewalk at Adelaide and John. And that's how the night would end every night. And it was just every single night. Like it was every weekend. It was the exact same routine. And Crocodile Rock was legendary, man. Well, we're sad to see Crocodile Rock go. Did you ever go there? Instagram post. You know what? Yeah. I've never been. You never went to Crocodile Rock? Never. Man. Once for a bachelor party. 
What's that? I went once for a bachelor party. A bachelor party? Bachelorette. The, oh, the women yeah, one. Yeah, bachelorette yeah. party. Uh, after almost 30 years, it's time to say goodbye. The ownership group from Crocodile Rock has unfortunately been put in a position to permanently close our doors. We want to thank our valued customers and staff for years of loyalty, support, and friendship. And then there's another part of this post that reads, Our brand was not built in a boardroom. It was built by the people that worked here and by the thousands of valued guests we served. Yeah. The, the people we had working for for us were were the backbone of our success and we are sorry we can't have you back. Yeah. That sucks, man. And uh, they end their post by saying, thanks for all the crocking good times. And uh, you never sat, you never stood on that dance floor and uh, got, never, got, got down have to... Have I you, ever been in? You know you make me want to shout. <laughs> you never did. I've never... You never did that routine? No, I've never been in... Cro <laughs> I've stood outside of Crocodile Rock. I've never actually been in Crocodile Rock. Oh, man, that's a shame. That's I know. a crime But you know shame. what? It's still... It's still a part of this city. You know yeah. what I mean? It's still part of the history of this city. It is. And it, it, it hurts me to know that even though I've never been there, that yeah. it won't be around. I know. Because it was, it's part of the city's history. And it was a very specific kind of fun that people went to Crocodile Rock for. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a very specific. Shout out to Crocodile Rock. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It was one year ago today, Roz. Proud moment in Toronto history. One year ago today. What was it? Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner. For the win! You got it! Kawhi Lebron! With the game winner! Hanging in the air! The ball suspended in air! Now known... As the shot. Yeah. It was one year ago today that all that went down. <sighs> Raptors, Philly. Game was tied at 90. 4.2 seconds left. Game seven, we took it. Yeah. And then you know what happens. Oh, please. We don't even go there. Right? Yeah. Oh, God. That feels like so much longer than a year ago, though. I know. It really does. It's wild how time just messes with you. And if you were to go back in time and go tell every single one of those people in that arena, hey, guess what's going to happen in exactly one year? Yeah, no, no, it's it's wild. It's it's crazy. And it just makes me, all of these sort of anniversaries, um, because we're going to head up on a, we've already hit a lot of the Raptors anniversaries from last season, and we only have more to yeah. come. Oh, man, wait till it's the anniversary of, like, the parade. Yeah, and but it just, it doesn't fill me full of joy like yeah. it should. I know, I know. It's kind of sad. It's kind of sad because you know that the run that they were on before all of everything shut down, before COVID happened, uh, is something that you can't just walk back onto a court and replicate. No. You can't, get, you can't go back it's to that spot. It's, it's going new, to be a whole yeah. new world once things get back to... Uh, yeah. Back to the way they should be. Yeah. Although it's going to be quite different. But today is the uh, one-year anniversary of Kawhi Leonard. Man. I know. I hate talking about the exes. I know. You know what I, mean? well, I got to bring up my ex like that. I, I apologize <laughs> for bringing it up. But it's always... Do you think he's celebrating today? No. Ooh, I, don't think, I don't think he celebrated at that night. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's a happy day in the city. It is, and some good news. You know what I mean? Everybody likes a good news story.
John Krasinski has built a whole new career on good news. I know. I love that YouTube channel, by the way. But the baby giraffe at the Toronto Zoo was born. And it's been like forever we've been waiting. Uh, but Mastari, who's a six-year-old, she's the mom. She had the baby. Hey, Dumpty the Young from the Toronto Zoo. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. Lots to celebrate today, huh? That's absolutely true. It's an amazing day. So what happened? What time did the baby, uh, baby long legs, as you've been calling it, uh, what time did everything go down? So uh, baby long legs arrived yesterday at 2.15 a.m after six, seven hours of labor Oof. and a 15 months gestation. So uh, we've been waiting a while. Wow. And is there a name? Because that's the one thing that nobody's made mention of yet. There is not a name yet. Um, you know, we wanted to know if it was a boy or a girl first. There's a lot of discussion internally at the zoo. Uh, a lot of the team, uh, you know, have a lot of history uh, with both uh, Mastari the mom and, and Mastari's mother. So uh, we're working through that. And there's some interesting pieces out there. You know, we have a great history in Canada of leading giraffe researchers. So a little bit of, of a, a tip as far as one of the things we want to think about. Do you think that you will open this up to the public to potentially throw in some names for the new baby giraffe? Uh, we're going to talk about it today. Um, you know, we, we actually got chirped a few uh, few months ago when, when somebody said we needed to do our own job and name our own animals. But, oh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, um, that person we'll sucked the fun out of everything, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, we're just really excited to have, have uh, what appears to be a healthy uh, baby giraffe and uh, welcome her to the zoo family. So it is a girl then? It is. It is. And does that change the sort of trajectory of the giraffe's life? Like, is it easier to sort of, uh, I don't know, keep the line going if, it, if it, you have a girl as opposed to a boy? Like, which makes sort of more sense from the terms of like long-term breeding? Um, you know what? This is this is just like uh, like us. Uh, we're happy it's a healthy baby right, giraffe. I, I just I'm I having, having I just, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there because I just felt real gross talking <laughs> breeding yeah. a ba- breeding a baby. Okay, yeah, yeah. you don't have to answer that, Dolph. I just I immediately take that all back. And, I feel I feel disgusting now. And how's mom doing? Uh, mom has been amazing. Um, you know those last uh, days of the pregnancy uh you know she was clearly uncomfortable and she's just settled right down and she's been a phenomenal mother uh you know there's a lot of nursing going on um you know she's the right amount of protective and uh, little baby long legs is, is quite a bold little girl it, it's been really fun to watch her take those first steps so how soon after the the giraffe is born do they get up on those legs um she was up in about an hour yeah. and it was absolutely incredible uh you know the bulk of the team was watching you know on a video feed and you know when you see that head pop up for the first time uh it's just an incredible moment oh did you guys record awesome. all that uh we, we have a lot of that footage and uh, the team will be going through it and uh, trying to get as much of it out as we can over the next Aww. week Amazing. Awesome. Well, we can't wait to meet Baby Long Legs. Uh, Dolph DeYoung from the Toronto Zoo. Thanks very much for chatting with us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was just reading a story here of how uh, 59% of people mm-hmm. couldn't remember what day it was when they were t- asked when they were taking a survey. <laughs> yeah, it happens often. Right? Five Even times though- a week, they say. They say five times a week, we forget what day it is. That's an incredible number. That's Monday to Friday. Yeah. <laughs> because every day is Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, I thought it was Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Five times a week, they say we forget which day it is. Yeah. It happens at least once a day to me. Yeah. Yeah. And we work. Like, we, That's like, the thing. we we're doing a thing. Like, we're getting up. We're like, Friday. Monday to Friday. Yeah. Like, Friday <laughs> still means something. Monday still hurt. <laughs> Wednesday still hump day. Yeah. Thursday still Jersey. Like, we have, like, we have reminders, and I still forget what day of the week it is. 
I can't imagine what it's like for people who are just going through the same thing every day at home. I know. Where you, can't leave, where you can't leave the house. Sorry, not to rub it in, but. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's, it's, that's, a, that's a wild number. Five times a week they say you forget what well, day of the week it is. But at some point you're right then, right? Not necessarily. Because there's seven days of the, yeah. <laughs> of the week? You could be wrong all the time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> You may never be right. It's just day. But on the flip side, some good news yeah. is that the LCBO have extended their hours. Right. They're going back to sort of regular business hours. Like they're still going to be closed on Mondays. Uh, Are they? But yeah, they're still yeah. closed on Mondays. No, but that's to clean. That's okay. Stop that's- it. For the social distancing, make sure the stores are, yeah, like, completely clean for enough. customers. Uh, but they've extended hours, and those new hours start today, I don't 10 a.m. I don't mean to sound upset till with nine. the information that I can only buy from the LCBO six days a week. I don't mean to sound that I upset. I don't want to point okay? it out. Yeah. All right, because at that point, then we'd have to have a different conversation. I know. And then, like, bro, you got... I know. Especially, especially when Metro's right next door. Yeah. And, they, and they also and they, sell they, liquor. They, and they serve on Mondays. It's fine. I'll but be okay. But the new hours for uh, LCBO starting today is uh, 10 a.m. till 9 p.m. So old school. Yeah, until Saturdays. So new, I say air quotes, new. Uh, and yeah. then on Sundays, 11 a.m. till 6 p.m. I went there yesterday to pick up my same day order and there was nobody there. Like there was, there's, no, there was no lineup. No lineup? No. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you luck out. It depends, man. Sometimes you can luck out at anywhere yeah. where you have to go pick up your order, it's, where there's like no one there and you get your service ASAP. It's incredible because you, you look at a place where there is, you know, sort of all these stores in one kind of area, like Liberty Village or, you know, shops at Don Mills, or like any of those type places, right? Yeah. It's interesting to see the patterns and where the lineups are if you drive through frequently because sometimes you'll drive by a grocery store and there'll be 80 people in line. Sometimes you'll drive by and there'll be zero in line. Sometimes yeah. you drive by at a different time of day and there's, you know, uh, the, the lineup for the LCBO is around the block and other times a day it's not. And then sometimes you drive. I drove by a TD Bank yesterday. Right, which is right across the street from a grocery store and right uh-huh. across the street from the LCBO. LCBO and the grocery store, no lines. TD Bank, 30 people in line. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Really? I'm like, what has everybody got banking well, no, business to do? But if you went back 10 yeah. minutes later, they'd move from the bank to the LCBO. Yeah, because everybody just goes and you go and yeah. do, the, you do the tour, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get that money for that booze. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hello, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. We are looking for Michaela, please. Stop it. Michaela, the phone's for you. One second. Hi. Hi, Michaela. Happy 10th birthday. It's Roz and Mocha. What? <laughs> Hi, Michaela. Happy 10th birthday. It's Roz and Mocha. What? Hi, Michaela. Happy 10th Hi. birthday. It's Roz and Mocha. Okay. Hi, Michaela. It's Roz and Mocha. Happy 10th birthday. Hello. <laughs> What's going on, kiddo? Um, I'm just going to work. You're going to work? At 10? What the hell? <laughs> what do you mean you're going yeah. to work? Uh, sit around on my iPad. Yeah, good oh, for you. okay. That's a good job. It's <laughs> a good dream job, as they say. My dad goes to work. Yeah. My dad goes to work, and then my mom takes us to work with her for like two hours and then we go back home. Oh, I gotcha. All right. Well, we know that your birthday is going to be a little bit... 
Oh, hi. Okay. Uh, we know that your birthday is going to be a little bit different this year, but we just wanted to call to make sure that we said happy birthday because uh, it's a big transition going from single digit to double digit in age. Yeah. Are you in shock right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so obviously you're a big fan. Do you have any questions for us or no? There's a question that she wants you guys to ask. Oh, no, of course. We'll get to that question in a second. Uh, Yeah. Is there anything specific you are looking forward to turning 10 years old today, Michaela? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. (laughs) What are you going to watch on Netflix? Um, Is there something that that you have on your list of things that you still need to watch that you haven't got to yet? that maybe you'll enjoy on your birthday? All of Netflix, I've basically watched every single show, so I'm just re-watching everything. Have, oh. you, have you watched Pinky Malinky yet? No. Oh, my God, you got to watch Pinky Malinky. It's the go. best show. Put that on your list. Uh, okay. Happy birthday, Michaela. Bye. The Raza Mocha <laughs> Show are sending unlimited love. And between Raza Mocha, who is your favorite? Come on, we've discussed this many times. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Mocha has to laugh at me. Mocha. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Mom, between Ross and Mocha, who's way your to, favorite? Way to raise a free thinker. <laughs> we've discussed this many times, and it's, she loves Mocha's laugh. She's uh, always like, who's the one with the laugh? Yeah. Aww. Okay. So that's why she picks Mocha, because of the laugh. It's uh, infectious, okay. and we love the laugh. Okay. However... Mm. My pick would be Roz, sorry Mocha, only because I feel like we have a lot more in common being parents of the same age kids, and so I feel like we can connect a little better. Gotcha. Okay, I'll take that win, I guess. Well, happy birthday, Michaela. (laughs) You enjoy your special day, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, kiddo. (laughs) Sending you lots of love. Thanks, guys. Can we say say goodbye? Can we say goodbye to your little sister? Bye. Avery, say bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, Avery. Avery. All right, bye. Thanks, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Marlene. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Mocha? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So, uh, Marlene, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha, please fix my life. My son is turning seven in two weeks. Well, good for him. That's awesome. Uh, His father has been out of the picture since he was two and has had zero contact with him. My son has his last name and I want to change it. However, he likes his last name and wants to keep it. I don't know (laughs) if I I don't know if I should explain to him why I would like to change it or should I leave it for now? Uh, He knows he doesn't have a dad, but he doesn't know why. Yeah. So I've had a conversation with him. When he was in kindergarten, he was calling my dad his dad because I live with my, my parents, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. He's still young. So I had that conversation with him, and I said to him, are you okay with not having a dad? And he's like, yeah, because every family's special. Mm-hmm. The other day, we had this huge blowout because I, he had to do his schoolwork, and he needed to write a last name, and I wanted him to use mine, but he wanted to use his, and it was just a big mess. And his exact words to me were... Well, if you don't want me to have this last name, why did you give it to me then? Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, you know what? Just use that last name. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, you poor thing. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Right? And, it's then, hard. and then he's, uh, he asks me periodically, you know, did you have a boyfriend? You know, how did you get me if you didn't have a boyfriend? And I would just, I just told him, you know, I went to the doctors and I got you, buddy, because it's technically not a lie because, you know, I had to go to the hospital to get him. Mm. 
So, but I just, I don't know if it's too soon to tell him. I don't want to tell him, you know, that your daddy didn't like want to be around because it might hurt him, right? It's going to hurt him. Yeah. Because he's going to still, at seven years old or almost seven years old, he's asking these questions now. He's going to continue to ask the questions until he gets the answer. Yeah, he's not dumb. He's not dumb. He knows that I had to have had a boyfriend to get him because he sees all his other friends have mummies and daddies. Oh, God. There's there's so much going on here, and I am no, believe me, I'm no expert in this, but the only sort of experience I have in, in this sort of situation is completely anecdotal just from people that I've known in my life. The one The one area where you really have to sort of manage long term is the idea that he doesn't have a dad or had a dad that didn't want to be in his life that is one thing that he's going to have to come to terms with i don't think that you want to put your son in a position to also have to come to terms with the fact that you lied to him no i know i know i do not want to because if i lie to him i was thinking maybe one day i'll just tell him you know like his dad's not with us anymore but then i'm like or or i got him from uh, like a donor or something no, yeah, that's, Marlene, that's lying. He's going to find lying. out. That's lying. Find out at some point. The kid's going to hate me when he finds out that I lied to him. I know, but you are lying to him. Yeah, that's and, true. You are, right? And I don't know the proper wording to say this, but I know that it's not a healthy way to... That this will all come out one day. It's all going to yeah. come out one day. And when that kid is 12, you don't want to have the conversation of, you told me you went to a donor, but now you're telling me my dad walked out on us when I was two. Yeah. You know, that that's like that's an extreme conversation to have. I don't know if you want to you want to sort of go down that road. It's not going to be good for the two of you. As far as the name goes, he's seven. He's going to you're his mom. He's going to do it. He's going to get used to it. Okay. Mm. He's only a permanent memory (laughs) for like a year and a half now. Right. He's fine. Do other people in your family have the name that you have? Like does his which the grandparents have the same name? Yeah. Right. Well, then you're just all part of the same tribe. You know, you guys That's all, what I try to you know, explain to him and he gets so mad yeah. about it. No, yeah, I, I think part of the, the reason why he's mad is because he doesn't know why he doesn't know the truth. He thinks his last name's special and he's the only person that has it. But what did you tell him when he said that? Where does the last name come from? I didn't say anything. He hasn't asked? Because, well, he did. Technically, he asked me. He said, well, then why did you give it to me? And I'm just like, okay, use that last name. I didn't really say anything. But what's your what's your answer for why did you give that to me then? Because you're going to have to have an answer. I don't, I, don't, I don't have an answer because you never asked me that. This is a tough area. And I think that you need to sort of exhaust your resources with people who know exactly how to handle this situation and at what ages you should be sort of opening up to information. I don't know if it's healthy to tell a seven-year-old that their dad walked out on them at two. I don't know if that's the best course of action, but I don't know if it's not the best course so. of action either. I don't, I don't know because I know people... People who they've been straight up with their kids, even with things like adoption. Yeah. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I've known people. I had a good friend of mine who was adopted that found out that they were adopted when he was like 20. Oh, wow. And, and it was devastating. Yeah. It was devastating for a lot of years and it really hurt the relationship with him and his dad. Not so much with him and his mom, but him and his dad, his, his adopted dad. And it was crushing to the dad. But I also know somebody who I've had in my life forever who's known that she was adopted since day one. Mm-hmm. 
And the conversation that you have to have with a little kid about adoption and about, you know, why did your parents not, you know, want you and all this stuff. There's there's sensitive ways that you can have these conversations with kids. Um, and I would sort of look into that because parents of adopted kids have had to have these conversations, really sensitive conversations with little kids about how to explain that their birth parent didn't want to be a part of their life. And there's plans for this and there's ways to have these conversations and there's ways to sort of maintain trust and a relationship but still be honest. There's ways to do this. And I think that you need to go and find those ways. Yeah, Marlene, have you looked into speaking to a professional about this to, to see the best way about having this conversation with your son? I haven't yet. Yeah. I haven't yet because I've been trying to wait till he was a bit older. I don't think you can, though. I, at this point, I don't think I can. You need yeah. to call in the pros on this one, Marlene. Yeah. yeah. All right, Marlene. All right, well, hello. You guys got to ask me who my favorite is. Oh, Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Hands down, Roz. Oh, look at that. Absolutely 100% Roz. Oh, thank you. I don't even You're dare welcome. ask why because it's probably going to be a reason that's like some sort of backhanded compliment. <laughs> so I will, just, I will just take the win. I love you, and I have the biggest crush on you, and you're a smooth, cool dude, and... You know, Dream Daddy Ken. Right. So yeah. You, you know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to come be your, I'm not going to come be your kid's dad, right? You know that, right? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. You can you can keep Roxy and Catherine. I I will. I knew you know something was going to come up. Smooth, cool yeah. dude, Dream Daddy, Roz, whatever it. it was. I was just waiting for it. Yeah. Just sitting back, waiting for it. Oh thanks, Marlene. Thank you guys. Have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, you hear this clip about Katy Perry talking about her new record? I was just listening to yeah, that. Yeah, let's play it. KP5. Um, definitely have to stay creative. I know that, like, in California, you know, there's going to be a lot of rules and ways of doing things. We're not just going to go back to normal. So I'm going to put out a record this year, quarantined or not. Because we ain't gonna let no coronavirus <laughs> stop us from dancing, even if we're dancing in our homes. Um, and also, I think some of these songs could be helpful and empowering and hopeful and joyful. And with that, knowing that there's gonna be a lot of restrictions, I have to be innovative. So. Coming up with a lot of innovative plans along the way, and it won't be as, like, high production and huge as, you know, having all of the ability to access anything like we used to, but I guess the music will, the music will speak for itself, right? Because I know a lot of artists were sort of pushing release of albums because they still wanted to go and do the full-on push mm -hmm. with tours and big shows and everything else and they late last week the guy who runs um live nation which is the company that pretty much does every concert said that they don't expect full-scale concerts to return until 2021 Ooh boy yeah then they may be looking at new ways of doing things one possibility that i've heard before is <sighs> Oh, no, what? Is smaller venues, less people, higher ticket prices. Smaller venues, less people. So instead of putting 18,000 oh. people into an arena, maybe you put 
500 people into a small theater and those people pay four times the amount for a mm. ticket the thing to is, go and see a show. That's not going to work for me. Why? <laughs> I'm not paying extra. No, of course like not. But there are people that would. There's people that no. would. No, there's, I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, there's hardcore Absolutely fans not. that would definitely pay extra to be in a more sort of exclusive like, environment ticket. with their favorite artists. Here's the thing. Ticket prices for concerts are hella expensive as it is. Yes. Right? I'm not going to go and pay premium like four times what I pay now to see an artist who's going to show up two hours late for their show. Yeah. Or an hour and a half late for their show. Right. Now, if you asked, if you took hardcore, say, Lady Gaga fans, and I'm not saying Lady Gaga is going to do this. I'm just no, you know, no, no. saying because she's got no. a new album that she pushed and everything else. If you took hardcore Lady Gaga fans yes. and said that you could pay $175 to sit in an arena with 16,000 other people to go mm -hmm. and see Lady Gaga, or option B is to pay $1,000 for a ticket and to sit in a room with 100 people to see Lady Gaga. No. You'd, you'd sell out instantly. Oh, my God. She did this already with her dive bar tour. Yeah, you'd sell out instantly. I think, And if you said 2000 you would sell out instantly. No, y'all are nuts. Yeah, I'm not saying people aren't nuts, but I'm just saying that you could do, they could do a show. Yes, I think that if the... You're allowed, if you're allowed to get a gatherings of, say, 50 people... Uh-huh. You could do a show for Lady Gaga could do it. And I'm not saying she should because I think it's ridiculous to even ask this. But Lady Gaga could 100% do a show for 50 people and charge and charge them $5,000 a ticket and it would sell out. But she, so I think the the insane fans, yes, I agree. The ins, insane, I don't mean insane, the hardcore fans, right? Yeah. Like Lady Gaga or BTS yeah. or Madonna, Madonna, right? Those crazy fans that are like their life is all about these artists yeah yeah i could see that yeah. but as a general consumer no i would not pay one thousand dollars to sit in a room of 500 people to see lady in, gaga in this case you don't matter because enough exactly. people would go yeah, yeah no for sure yeah for this, sure these would be concerts now for just the hardcores they would be just the, the artists would make less though i guess well i mean geez. it depends on what kind of deal they make yeah with the promoter or their label or whoever, sure, but, right? Yeah, but if you, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, do you turn down making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for forty five minutes on a very, very scaled back show? I don't know. Do you? It's a million dollars a week. Do you turn that down? I don't know. Money's money. Yeah. And if they say that they love the art and the craft of everything the way they do, yeah. the way they preach. Well, you can't say that because then you wouldn't charge fans five grand. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Squanin. So both Brian Adams and Corey Hart are trending right now. <gasps> so Brian Adams is trending because of a video or I guess like an Insta post that he released yesterday. And he put it on, like, all of his social platforms, too. Uh, so the way I read it is that he's taking a really hard dig at meat eaters that was being perceived as racist. So let me read you. Also, it's completely self-indulgent, and it's all about me. So this is why Brian Adams is trending. So he wrote, while playing guitar, 
Tonight was supposed to be the beginning of a tenancy of gigs at the Royal Albert Hall, but thanks to some effing bat-eating, wet market animal-selling, virus-making greedy bastards, the whole world is now on hold, not to mention the thousands that have suffered or died from the virus. My message to them, other than thanks a effing lot, is go vegan. To all the people missing out on the shows, I wish we could be there, blah, 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 blah. Damn, Brian Adams. So... People started going in on Brian Adams. Now, the reason Corey Hart is trending yeah. was because... He didn't say something stupid, too, did he? <laughs> no, it's because of all the F Brian Adams, Corey Hart was better anyway tweets. Oh! <laughs> so the battle is on. <laughs> <laughs> Wear your sunglasses at night, yeah, y'all. Yeah, so, so that's why. Did Brian, was Brian, what was he singing in that clip that he posted? Was it Summer 6 9 or Cuts Like a Knife or something like that? Oh, was it? I don't know. Was it cuts like a knife? Yeah, I don't know. Everybody's just going in on everybody. And And are his his comments like still live? Like still? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, they're not. No, he deleted the tweet, but he left up the Instagram and disabled the comments. Right, because Instagram is a far more forgiving place than Twitter is. Twitter's ugly compared to Instagram. But he shut off all the comments? Because no when comments. I was going through the comments on Instagram last night, it was just a bunch of like Brian Adams like super fans being like, like yeah, finally gone. somebody said it. Turned off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Like, did, but I, has he responded? He hasn't responded no. yet, right? No. no. But, he, but he responded by deleting the tweet. That's the response. That he, yeah, it's a yeah. response. Although people then screen captured it and said the internet is forever. Right. Well, yeah. 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 Well, and were, I, the com- were the comments equally... On Twitter, no, as supportive. No, 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 no. Twitter's, Twitter's an ugly place. Yeah, uh, Instagram is a friendly place. But I don't know. I read that, and I think that people love to call something out for being for being racist. And you can, like, you can look into this. But his passion is veganism, and that's what it is. And this could have happened anywhere. It could have happened in, in Iowa. This could have been mad cow. It could have been, sure. you know, any, any of them that, uh, that are animal based. If this is in fact animal based, I don't know if it did come from a wet market, nobody knows, but his, his passion is veganism and it's not necessarily a geography based passion. It's, it's global. And, but he got like killed for this man. Like, you know, it's oof. serious when people start doing screen grabs of them deleting all Brian Adams songs from their music library <laughs> on iTunes. People are so <laughs> extra. People are so, oh, this is, look at me. Look at me now. Come on. And you know, like, you can just, like, re-upload those from the cloud, oh, right? You've done that. Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> Would you like to download again? Yes, please. Yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Lisa, what's up? It's Ron Zamoka. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. You guys made me get out of bed early. Oh, <laughs> come on. Here is the uh, text that Lisa got. Here's the text that Lisa sent to us. Hey, guys, I'm listening to you guys from Ottawa. You're my new morning show. Awesome music to start my day. P.S. I thought Maury's name was Damon Maury until I Googled him. <laughs> how did he get that name? So, Lisa. I know. <laughs> welcome to the Ron's and Mocha show. Thank you. Are you listening to us online at kiss925.com? I am. Yeah, or on the app. You know that we're, uh, we broadcast our show in Ottawa as well on Kiss 105.3, right? That's where I caught you, working uh, overtime at night. I'd catch you on the way home. Yeah, because we're we're an evening show in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's wild. So shout out to everyone in Ottawa. Now you listen to the live show. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. Um, Uh, How are things with you in Ottawa? uh, Cold. 
Yeah. This polar vortex. Brutal. Uh, so how did Dammit Moore get his name? Uh, first of all, two things. I had a conversation last night with, uh, with Catherine where she said, why don't you just make everybody's life easier? Uh-huh. And just permanently change Maury's name to Maurice. Because anytime you type that into an iPhone, you try and type Maury, it just goes to defaults to Maurice. <laughs> and every every message we get about Maury is Maurice. Uh-huh. So she's like, why don't you just ask Maury to just change his name and make everybody's life super easy. Uh, so damn it, Maurice, um, where did he get his name? So we've told the story a million times, but there's no problem with telling it again. Um, which simply was normally when Maury does something, says something, uh, introduces something, tries to pull something off, the reaction normally was for the people in the room to just sort of close their eyes and go, oh, damn it, Maury. <laughs> um, and and we, we went with damn it, Maury, because on the radio we couldn't say... Maury. Right. Because <laughs> of that. Yeah. Uh, hello, Maurice. Hi. Okay, that's funny, huh? Because <laughs> oh, I got a text from Catherine on Sunday and it said Maurice, and then she's like, LOL, oops. Yes, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's why she brought and that up. And a text from Jenna, Mocha's wife, saying Maurice, LOL, oops. Yes. Yeah, because every time I write Maury's name, I have to go back, backspace, 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 and then convince my iPhone that I'm not trying to write Maurice, and then eventually it allows me to write Maury. Like, it's it's actually takes up time in my life. But what I was going to say is my dad at his office, they now call him Damn It Frank. Do they? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lisa, thanks so much for reaching out. Um, and more importantly, thank you for making the switch to the Razamoga show. How long has it been that you've uh, been listening to us on the radio there in Ottawa? Oh, just a few weeks in the morning, but oh, okay. at night, uh, maybe a couple of years. Oh, okay, cool. Off and on. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. And you know we have We're a podcast too, right? It- uh, I do know that, yes, but I haven't I haven't got on to that yet. But oh, okay. Make sure I you do that. certainly will look at it. Yeah, yeah, Please yeah. Please do. Before we let you go, Lisa, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I'm um, a sucker for a big laugh, so I'm going to have to say Mocha. Yeah, huh? I love me, Ottawa. <laughs> oh, please! <laughs> I love you too, Roz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Have a great day. Thank you, too. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I'm going through. Did you see this tweet? The NBA Central ESPN's top 10 players of all time basketball. You didn't see this? No. What? Everybody going off on it. Okay. Tell me. COVID right now is the perfect time to troll, Uh right? Because everybody is just so captive and everybody's just looking for something to do. Are they just putting all trash players? So, no. So they're not trash players, but it's the, it's the order. Okay. And, uh, and this is of all time? This is ESP, yeah, ESPN's okay. top 10 players of all time. Okay. This is uh, at, uh, at NBA Central. So number one, uh-huh. Michael Jordan. Okay. Number two, LeBron James. Okay. Number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. Number four, Bill Russell. Old school. Okay, like old, yeah. Like black and white. Number five, Magic Johnson. Number okay. six, Will Chamberlain. Yo, Colby's not even there yet. Number seven, Larry Bird. Okay. Number eight, Tim Duncan. Number nine, Kobe. Oh, wow. Okay. Number 10. Wait, wait, wait. Number 10, number 10, number 10. Yeah. Uh, who is missing on the list? Okay, so there's a couple big names that aren't on the list. Like Dr. J. Dr. J. Um, Barkley, not on the list. Not that he would be, but of all time. Um, who's, who Steph else Curry's is? not on the list. Steph Curry's not on the list. No. Okay, who's number 10 then? Shaq. Give me the names again. Has Shaq, did Shaq ever sink a free throw? 
Did he? No, I don't know. Maybe like four. No, find that out. Find out. Go, go, find right now for me how many free throws Shaq got. Because I remember seeing video one time of Shaq throwing a free throw, and it was just about the most hysterical thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, he's <laughs> and he knows he's terrible at it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so number, again, number one, Michael Jordan. Two, LeBron James. Three, uh, three Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Four, Bill Russell. Uh, five Magic Johnson, then Wilt Chamberlain, then Larry Bird, then Tim Duncan, then Kobe Bryant, and Shaq at number 10. I have a number of how many um, misses. Hold on, man. No, I need to know how many he's sunk. But hold on, but here's how many he's missed of free throws. Right. 5,300. Right. So what's the answer on how many he got? <laughs> yeah, I need to know how many he got. <laughs> 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 so what are your thoughts on that? Where do you think Kobe should be? Because a lot of people, there's, there's there's some really credible people who say Kobe is, you know, they, they've said publicly um, that next to Michael Jordan, Kobe's the best ball player they ever saw. I think Kobe should at least be top five. I don't think, think he think deserves so? to be, what is it, number eight? Nine. He's number nine, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I would have felt better if you said eight. <laughs> but man, there's a lot of really so upset like, what are people, people right saying, now. Though? Well, like they're, who, they're, I'm, I'm trying to think who who's been been left off the list, right? Well, it's I, it, like I, I the, think the Steve problem, Nash is an incredible player. He deserves to be on some sort of a list. I'm sure he well. is at like number sixteen. But I don't. I, I think that where people are having a real big problem is uh, is Kobe at number nine. That's like the that's the big sort who's of ahead of him again. WTF? Everybody's ahead of him. No, I know that. But like, <laughs> who's eight, seven, six, and five? Okay, eight is uh, Tim Duncan. Seven is Larry Bird. Six is uh, Will Chamberlain. And five is Magic Johnson. See, I may put him... It's uh, tough. I'd push that list down and put him above Magic, to be honest with really, you. Really, huh? Yeah, I'd put him above Magic. So you'd move Magic to nine and Kobe to five? No, i just shift oh, everything you'd down. you'd shift everything down. Yeah, so Magic would be at, what, six? Six. Oof, Could you imagine tough, who would have been on number 11? Well, <laughs> see, that's like, the real hard part. That's that's the the real pisser about doing top ten lists. Yeah, because who like, would be at eleven? Who, if you had, <laughs> if you had to, who would be uh, at number eleven? Are you saying the hardest part about doing a top ten list of the top ten NBA the, players of all time is who would be at eleven? Yeah, are the are the what ifs after ten? <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey Jenny, you there? Hey. Okay, so Roz, a few weeks ago we talked to Jenny. Okay. Who was contemplating cutting her husband's hair. Oh, snap, right. And didn't go through with it. And why didn't you go through with it? He wasn't at the point where he felt like he was desperate enough <laughs> to get me to cut it. Okay. So yeah. here's a text we got from Jenny last night. I'm cutting my husband's hair tonight. <gasps> oh, God. He said he would borrow clippers from his parents, and he brought home pet grooming clippers. Oh, God. So we were using those. Just wanted to share with you. How'd it go? <laughs> It was fine. It went fine. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. It happened. I have a picture here. Okay. What's your husband's name? Uh, Michael. This is what Michael looks like. Oh, that's not bad. I'd say it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So it's not, it's not too bad. If you, there are a few times where I'm like, he's like, I think you just need to stop. You're trying to fix it a little too much. So like at the sides, it kind of goes in a lot. It's hard to use the clippers and it's hard to like try to blend it into the sides. And at the back, I was trying to do like his hairline and use um, the like the razor on the back, I guess. Yeah. And I had to stop at one point and I'm like, it's going into 
like too um, severe of an angle. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, and I just stopped at one side, and he's like, I'm like, I can't even try to fix it because it's just going to look worse. But, Jenny, did you look up, like, any YouTube videos or anything prior to... I was to- trying to follow along, and yeah. I understood it when I was watching it, and it made sense. And then when I was actually, like, trying it, I'm like, this doesn't make sense anymore. No, I'm not yeah. seeing what they well, see. Also, you're using pet grooming clippers versus human... Oh my God. Human oh my clippers. god okay and then i looked on the side of the box yeah. and i was like how old are these they are from 1992 oh, wow. <laughs> yeah that's an old okay. blade and they are like dog clippers and his family doesn't even have a dog and i've never oh. known them to have a dog so i'm like when did you use these he's like we had a dog when i was a kid i'm like oh my god these are <laughs> you know what I mean? these are way too old that that's it, it's moments like that where you start wondering if your in-laws are freaks <laughs> What's going a on? Lot of stuff. What was going on in that house in 1992? I, don't, <laughs> I just don't. I'm like 28 years ago. Oh my God. He should have been thrown out by then. Yeah. No. So you did a, is he happy though? He's okay with it? He still feels good? Okay. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, like, I, I, I'm too confident. Like, he's, he's just lovely. Like he's very sweet. Um, at the end he was like, I'm like, do you like it? Is it okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Are you going to let him cut your hair now? No. Oh. <laughs> why not? You got those fantastic clippers in the house still. I know. We got the pet grooming clippers, so why not? <laughs> Even, like, when he was putting it on, when he, like, took the clippers out, he's like, all right, so normally I use, like, a number two spacer. I'm like, is the number two clipper spacer the same for animals as it is for humans? Like, I have no idea. Oh, is it the same? It's a, it's a tough call. On the pet clippers? I don't know. Well, uh, it, it looks like a successful haircut, I would it's, say. It's fine. It's passable. It's passable. Yes. It, it doesn't look terrible. No, it looks like a, it looks like a bad haircut, but, yeah. like, if he was to pay for that, I'd be like, you need to go to someone else and get it done. Mm-hmm. But... You know, it it looks better than it did before. Before it was just getting a little more out of control. Yeah, you just can't start messing around with your partner to the point of where you start finding them unattractive. You know? Yeah. That that's yeah. the that's the problem with all these home haircuts is that you can't turn your partner into somebody that you actually don't want to sleep with anymore. And you know what? When we were like uh, when I was cutting his hair, like the whole time he kept saying like, you know, we can just shave it. We can shave it at the end if we have to. And I'm like, this is making me more nervous. Like my hands are sweating. Making me more nervous because you're watching me do it, and you keep saying, "Well, we can just shave it." Yeah. Uh, Jenny, you did good. You did good. Uh, you did a great job. All right, thanks. Yeah. All right, thanks for checking back in. Thanks, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about twelve months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Uh, Hey, Mocha. Uh Uh-huh. Are you ready? Of course. Let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Uh, Joe Biden on Good Morning America, um, talking to George Stephanopoulos about uh, whether or not people's decision to vote for him will have anything to do with the allegations of sexual assault made by Tara Reid, uh, which 
are gaining steam and have been gaining steam and the campaign of, you know, believe all women, which is the way that the world works right now. And she's at a very difficult time getting her message across. And this is Joe Biden with uh, GMA. On these allegations from Tara Reid, I know you've denied them, but you've also said that women should be believed. So what do you say to Americans who believe Tara Reid and won't vote for you because of it? Well, that's their right. Look, here, look, I think women should be believed. They should have an opportunity to have their case and state it just forthrightly, what their case is. Then it's the responsibility of responsible journalists like you and everyone else to go out and investigate those. The end of the day, the truth is the truth. That's what should prevail. And the truth is, this never happened. This never happened. I assure you, that's the truth. So it's believe all women, just not this one. (laughs) Right? I also find it odd that he says that anybody's allowed to say anything, and then it becomes the responsibility of journalists to determine whether it's true or not. No, it's not. It's the responsibility of the law. It's so it's the a responsibility. Courts. So he's saying it's the responsibility of the journalists to go and, and start digging sure around that what they're saying is true. Yeah. So it's he. Le- he's leaving the. Or just say the truth. He's <laughs> he's leaving due process up to journalists, as opposed to leaving no, due, the due process up to the courts and the law. No, just it's, tell the truth. It's weird that he said, you know, you can say whatever you can say and then, you know, allow due process because that's what keeps this country moving. But instead, he said, you can say what you can say. And then it's up to reporters to dig around to figure out what's true. It's not which a game, is a bro. Very weird way to say that. Very weird. So let's jump into the Brian Adams sort of apology, although that's the headline. So Brian Adams took a lot of heat. People calling him racist and xenophobic. So the other night, he goes on Instagram and Twitter and says, tonight was supposed to be the beginning of a tenancy of gigs at the Royal Albert Hall, but thanks to some effing, bat-eating, wet-market, animal-selling, virus-making, greedy bastards, the whole world is now on hold, not to mention the thousands that have suffered or died from this virus. My message to them, other than thanks an effing lot, is to go vegan. To all the people missing out on our shows, I wish I could be there, so on and so forth. So uh, this was a sort of hardcore animal rights vegan standpoint that came off as racist and xenophobic. And then people just went in on Brian Adams, like hardcore. You didn't think he was going to offer up an apology, Well, eh? I still don't think he did apologize because... This is an apo- this is a non-apology apology, oh, okay. right? Even though he says no excuse, yeah. that's the headline. Because what he says was now what he says is this: I apologize to any and all that took offense to my posting yesterday. So he's not. He's anytime somebody says I'm sorry, you got offended. That's not an apology. Oh, he didn't say I'm sorry for what I said, or right. I'm sorry that I said this, 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 and this. Correct. This is why I was wrong, whatever. He said, I'm so, sorry for the post. Yes. So, gotcha. I'm so no, he's, I'm sorry you got offended. Oh, I'm sorry you got offended. Said. So he says, I, I, uh, apologies to all that took offense to my posting yesterday. No excuse. I just wanted to have a rant about the horrible animal cruelty in these wet mar- markets being the possible source of the virus and promote veganism. I have love for all people and my thoughts are with everybody dealing with this pandemic around the world. So that's like, it's not an apology it's a it's i'm sorry for people i'm sorry if you took offense to what i said which as we know also let me reiterate exactly (laughs) yeah exactly so that's uh brian adams trying to do damage control uh hashtag cory hart was always better (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) katie perry with the help of uh alexa used uh 
that tech to announce the date release of her album. Alexa, when does KP5 drop? Katie asked me to let you know that her new album will be released on August 14th. Make sure to follow Katy Perry on Amazon Music for more. There you go. August 14th for KP5. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Etheridge's son Beckett dies at 21. (gasps) Melissa Etheridge revealed. This was the child that she had all those years ago. If you remember, um, David Crosby was the the father slash donor. Mm Mm-hmm that she had with her wife at the time. Uh, And uh, Melissa wrote this, Today I joined the hundreds of thousands of families who have lost loved ones to opioid addiction. My son Beckett, who was just 21, struggled and overcame his addiction and finally succumbed to it today. Uh, He will be missed by those who loved him, his family and friends. My heart is broken. I am grateful for those who have reached out with condolences and I feel their love and sincere grief. We struggle with uh, what else we could have done to save him and in the end we know he is out of pain now i'll see him again soon so uh super sad sad for melissa etheridge um hackers have broken into and seized files from one of the biggest law firms in the world of show business and according to the new york post they're demanding 21 million dollars in ransom for their files back and when we talk about clients and personal details and contracts and notes and everything else you're talking about clients like lady gaga elton john drake little nas x the weekend u2 lebron james barbara streisand so on and so forth. Wow. Uh, corporate clients include Facebook, iHeartMedia, IMAX, Sony, HBO, Vice Media, Colin Kaepernick, Bruce Springsteen. The list goes on. So, uh, you're Mar- getting that money. Mariah Carey, Priyanka oh, Chopra, Mary J. Blige. So, like that everybody is and everything. Everybody and everything this law firm handles. Damn. And, uh, yeah. So, that's how the ransomware works. And people pay this in the past, right? We know this. Companies pay them, <sighs> they pay them the money to but when get, you say- get the files back. Give me 21 mil and I'll give everything back. Yeah. Do they really give everything back? They, they have in the past. Yeah? Yeah. All for that money? Yeah. I guess. They have in the past and companies have paid in the past and they got their stuff back and sort That's of a long just, client list. just move on. And I can't even imagine the companies and names that you haven't mentioned. No. I know. Well, there's one file. I saw a screenshot of the files and one file just reads Groot. What? <laughs> Groot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's got that group money, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Matt Damon is in quarantine in a tiny little town in Ireland. Uh, a little town of about eight people called, uh, is it Do- uh, Dalkey? And he was there. They had just moved from London to Ireland because he was shooting that movie with uh, Ben Affleck, The Last Duel. Is that what it's called? The Last Duel. Uh, And when everything went down and they had to self-isolate, but he is with his family. But this is Matt Damon talking about this little tiny town that he's been in for a couple months. Oh, it's incredible. This is one of the most beautiful places we've ever been. You know, I'm with my whole family. I've got my kids and and we had had teachers with us because we were planning on missing school for for about eight weeks. So we've got what nobody else has, which is actual live human beings teaching our kids. Which is a really sweet setup, as he goes on to say. So we feel guilty. Like, we've got this kind of incredible setup in the, in, in this place, which is, yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely gorgeous. And even in the lockdown, they're like, you've got to stay, you know, within two kilometers of your house. Well, I mean, two kilometers of here, there's 
there's trees and forests and woods and ocean. And I mean, it's just, I can't think of any place you'd rather want to be. You know, it would actually be the worst to be quarantined with your teacher. I know. Right? I know. And that's what it was because they brought teachers with them because the kids were supposed to. You they, can't lie like the next day when the teacher asks like, okay, how many I hours know, of homework did yeah, you do I last know, night? I know. Right? Or right. did you leave this assignment at the last minute? Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm working no. on it all week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot it. You can't, you can't even use the I forgot <laughs> no, it. Right? not at all. Oh, my mom. Oh, my mom didn't put it in my bag. <laughs> my mom didn't put it in my bag. Yeah. I Come swear. On. Give me one more day, please. But he did reveal. So he has the three little ones with him in Ireland, but his other daughter, who is 21, is back in New York, and he revealed this. And she had COVID really early on, oh, uh, along with her roommates, oh, um, and uh, and got through it fine. And um, and so she so so will reunite with her um, at the end of the month. And so, but everybody's okay, right? Wow, yeah, crazy. Huh? So his daughter yeah. and her roommate in New York Damn. had uh, had COVID. So there you go. Well, 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 this is the big story in all the headlines. Uh, Jeff Bezos, who is already the world's richest man with a personal wealth, mm -hmm. uh, somewhere in the vicinity of $145 billion. Say billion, right? With a B? Billion. Uh-huh. Uh, could become the world's first trillionaire by 2026, Ooh. is what they're saying because of... Four uh, commas. <laughs> right. Imagine. Yeah. And he spends it too. He's got a $65 million jet. A whole Wait a lot minute. Of houses. When was it that he got divorced? Didn't he have to give like. Yeah. Yeah. His. his half. Uh, not half, but. It was a lot. His, his ex became. It was a substantial amount. Yeah. And I, I believe the way that it went was, and, I, and I'm not saying this in any sort of negative way or trying to pass judgment, but I believe that the settlement in the divorce made instantly Jeff Bezos' wife the richest woman in the world. And even through all that, he's on yeah. track to become a trillionaire. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's incredible. That's a lot of prime it's, memberships, man. It's, it's, it's a staggering amount of wealth. No wonder I can get same-day delivery. <laughs> Shoot, I'll renew my membership right now, bro. Uh, Cincinnati Reds pitcher Trevor Bauer uh, speaking with his agent, Rachel Luba, in a YouTube video yesterday talking about the idea of Major League Baseball coming back with all the precautions, the shortened season, the less money, and still, how do you maintain the safety of the players. The ask is basically take more risk by getting back sooner mm -hmm. and take less pay than you've already agreed. You know, we've already agreed to take you know 50% pay cut. Yeah. And now they're asking us to take another pay cut. It's not collectively bargained. It would just be for this season. There's no... It doesn't sit well with me because the other... <laughs> slightly lighthearted, but if I'm going to have to trust my salary to Rob Manfred marketing the game to make more money for the game... I am out on that. Wow. Ooh. So we knew that Tell the next step. Tell us how step, you really feel, bro. Yeah, well, we knew the next step, it was going to have to go to the players. Yeah. Right? And it was looking great. You know, the league had sort of, they got everybody's hopes up, but there's a lot of players that feel the way that uh, Trevor Bauer does. A lot of players. Because it's not like... It's not like the NBA or the NHL where I think that the mentality is different because when dealing with the NBA and the NHL, they want to get these seasons done. Yeah. They were in the home stretch. You know, they could do a You're little. A they they could, were weeks away from playoffs. Yeah, they could do a little bit playoffs. of it. They could do a little bit of a qualifying round and then get into the playoffs where baseball hadn't started. So they're looking at an entire season, a whole yeah. year of 
these rules possible. I have a feeling a lot of players are going to be on the side of Trevor Bauer. Yeah. A new survey asked if your employer offered you the option to work from home permanently, how interested would you be in doing so? Because we know, uh, was it Twitter that said that from now on everybody can just work from home permanently? They're just shutting everything. Let me guess. Everybody said no. Uh, no, 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 no. So in this survey, uh, very interested, 31%. Oh, wow. Somewhat interested, 15%. Not very interested, 7%. And not interested at all, only 5%. So a whopping mm. 31% of people said that if their employer gave them the option to work from home permanently, they would be very interested in that. So if I asked you, who has the top honor of being the person who has used the most profanity in movies? Oh, boy. Al Pacino. Who does that go to? Al Pacino is on the list, but he is not number one. He's actually number five. What? Yep. Al Pacino is not number one. No. Al Pacino is, it is Ra- not number uh, one. Is it uh, Robert De Niro? It is not Robert De Niro. He's not in the top five. Uh, I'll tell you, Samuel Jackson is in the top five. Yeah, he was going to be number three on uh, my list. Adam Sandler's in the top five. Really? Leonardo- is number one going to shock me? Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's number two. The person who has sworn the most in movies. Is it Julia Roberts? Jonah Hill. No. Yeah. Now there's a, did you put that clip in there, Maury? Uh, do, can I trust you that this is all bleeped? I listened you listened four times, but you're holding six fingers up. <laughs> so no. Okay. So we apologize in advance. Yeah. If there's a cuss word gonna, in here. Okay. Okay. Go. Go. Okay. Ready? Go. Yeah. This is Jonah Hill. <laughs> I'm gonna have my finger on the stop button. Okay. Just in case. Okay. It, I'm about to graduate. Oh. Me. Jason oh my Stone, God. who looks like Zach Morris. Yeah, but that guy's a. <laughs> I'm not going to dance around it. She looks like a good f- Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stop. You got to work on your edits, bro. <laughs> uh, Jonah Hill did respond. Uh-huh. And he said, so many people to thank. <laughs> uh, Martin Scorsese, thank you for pushing me over the edge. And, of course, the great Samuel L. Jackson, he wrote, hashtag humbled. Uh, so that is uh, Jonah Hill reacting to becoming the actor with the most swear words at the movies. Mm, I like that. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. So for today's uh, Ask Roz and Mocha, we're actually going to talk to two people first, Roz. Uh, the first person we're going to go to is Roger. How you doing, man? Hey, how's it going? I'm all good. Yeah. Um, how old are you, Roger? I am 33. All right. What is your question for the Roz and Mocha Show podcast? All right. My question is, what advice can someone grow in a beard? Are there specific grooming techniques or products that you use? Ah, growing a beard. Uh, have you ever grown a beard before? I tried to in the past, but it got like extremely itchy for me. Uh-huh. And I just couldn't handle it and I shaved it all off. Well, like what, 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 at what point, like how many weeks did you get to? It was, it was a, it was about a month and a half in. Oh, oh wow. okay. Uh, I will say, I will say, now, do you have like a full beard or are you a patchy beard guy? Right now, I got a full beard. Okay, you can grow a full beard, right? So, full beard, uh, 
with the with the itchy stuff and everything else, it's like, man, just get over it, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> it's it's no different than being just a little bit hungry. Like, it's not it's not that uh, that terrible of a feeling. You just it's just new, and you'll get over it. But I I will say this: the one thing that always made me feel better if I was growing out my beard because I always grew out my beard when I was on vacation in the summer. Yeah, and if it started to get a little bit itchy or a little whatever, all I would do to sort of fix that was I would clean up my neck. And once I cleaned up my neck and gave my neck like a really good shave, just a little stragglers down the bottom, yeah. made a world of difference. Yeah. Like it made a world of difference. But I will say the most important thing if you were growing a beard for the first time and the biggest mistake that guys make when growing a beard is they confuse their jawline for their beard line. And your beard line is not your jawline. And when you're trimming down on your neck so you don't have like a full neck beard, you have to find your beard line. When a lot of guys, when they're starting out, they trim underneath around their jawline. And that looks stupid. Yeah, you kind of look like a douche. <laughs> right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Wait, you, you hold look, on. You Roger, look like a Roger, 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 Roger. <laughs> What's your neck looking yeah. like? Oh, it's just—it's just heavy. It looks heavy with a lot of hair. Right now. Okay, oh, okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. So you're gonna—you're you're gonna trim up, okay? Now the way to find your—the way to find your beard line is generally they say take two fingers, right? Yeah. T so take your middle finger and your index finger, and then put your middle finger on your Adam's apple. Okay. Yeah. Right? On your Adam's apple. And then about halfway up your index finger above that, that's where your beard line is. Okay? And then so take your finger right there and then just draw all the way up to the bottoms of your ears. Just around that line right there. And you're going to notice that you are much lower than what your actual jawline is. Yeah, yeah, a lot lower. A lot lower, right? Is that so what you that, do right now, so Roger? That's, that's where you yeah, want to shave. Oh, okay. So everything underneath that finger comes off. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've so always, everything uh, underneath that finger comes I've off. I've always done what Maxim Magazine told me a Which long is, time ago. Yes, please. Or it was either Maxim or GQ. Yeah. It was, yeah, like around your Adam's apple or just above is where you start yeah. to keep everything below that completely clean. Exactly. So yeah. are you asking, because you just said that you already have a beard. Are you asking about maintaining or are you asking about like growing it yeah. out even well, like, like more full? Well, no, maintaining. Well, growing up for is just letting it grow it out, right? But yeah. uh, maintaining it after that. It's just because like, right now it does not look good. Uh -huh. And like how, like I see too how you guys look like in your pictures and everything. Yeah, you got it. Like, I'm kind of jealous. I'm like, I want to look that good too. Yeah, you got to get a good trimmer, man. Yeah, you know, you have to get a you have to get a really good beard trimmer, and you got to learn how to use it. There's like it's a lot of time on YouTube. It's like it's like you're doing anything else you've never done before, and you know, a lot of guys will just go to YouTube. Like you don't know how to build a deck, you go to YouTube. You know, you don't know how to cook a steak, you go to YouTube. You don't know how to trim a beard, you go to YouTube. It also depends on what kind of a beard like you want in terms of length do you want it to be a little bit more rounded do you want to shape it out where it's kind of like a little boxy do you want it um sort of shorter on the sides and longer around the chin yeah like there's so many different styles and Raz is right you can go to youtube and find like every single one of those styles and figure out uh the the proper way to um to trim it so it grows like that okay yeah, right. but uh, but keep keep at it because the and like after a while, honestly, dude, like my beard right now, I don't even feel it. Same. Like it's I, I can't say I can't even tell you the last time I was like, oh my god, my beard's itchy. Like years. Yeah. Like it just it just doesn't happen. It I doesn't understand. exist. I don't ever think that I have ever had it be itchy during the 
initial kind of growing out stages, yeah. right? That's why I can't grow in it. Just it's the right away itch. Yeah. No, it does at the beginning. It does yeah. at the beginning. Mm. Um, but once you know. once you've had a beard, once you've had a beard it. for a while, just get over it, man. Mm. It's not that big of a deal. Do you deal. use any well, product? Yeah. In your in your beard, do you use anything? No, that's what I, I was about to ask you that. If you guys use anything, like the beard. I used to hear about bureaus and everything. But yeah. I don't know yeah. What it's really like for me at least. It was like trial and error. You can use beard oils, beard bombs, or beard waxes. Right. If you can yeah. kind of run through each one of those, you'll be able to figure out exactly which one suits you, which one you feel comfortable with and which one is good for your skin. Like it won't irritate your skin or won't dry out your beard or uh, or make your beard a little bit too crinkly or anything like that. Right. It's just trial and error. And is it like, is there a trimmer that you guys can recommend too? Or? Uh, well, I know Roz and I both use, we actually talked about this on the last podcast, yeah. uh, but Roz and I both use the Wall, uh, W-A-H-L, the Wall Precision Trimmer. No, the Wall Lithium Ion. Oh, sorry, the Lithium Ion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lithium Ion, okay. Yeah. I'll that up. Yeah. yeah, that one's really good. And get a good yeah. beard brush, too. Good beard brush. All right, yeah. I'll check that out, too. You need one of those. All right, buddy. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Later, Later buddy. I appreciate it. Hi, Mariana. Hey. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hey. Podcast. Thanks for having me. Good. Well, you sound so, like, bored. You bored with us already? Oh no! Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just chilling in my room. Oh, oh, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. How old are you? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. What's going on with you? Oh, well, what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, are you stoned right now? No. Do I sound like that? Yeah. yeah. Kind of sound yeah, a little yeah, bit you like do. you're high. Yeah. Oh, shit. no, sorry. Yeah. This is just like my voice. Okay. Cool. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to? What do you want? What's your question for the podcast? <laughs> uh. Well, nothing. It was just um, something you said in a podcast before that the way you take a shower. Okay. <laughs> you so know, what's the question? Like you're, Are you sure you're not stoned right now? Yeah, you sound high no, as hell. It, okay. Okay. Well, stop, Marianne. Stop. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have Marianna's question. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. okay. Yes. Please. It reads. Yeah. Yes. I tried taking a shower today in the same way that Roz does, and I almost suffocated. Oh. It felt so scary and miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Wow. Back on episode 151 yeah. of the Roz and Moga Show podcast, yeah. you, Roz, were describing how you shower. Right. You stand in the shower, uh-huh. and you pump the soap from the soap thing yeah and you wash your your groin yeah then armpits yeah and then you turn around and you let the the water just like run all the way down your butt yeah and then you arch your your back yeah so that the water goes uh in your butt cheek yeah and then you get your armpits and then you're done <laughs> yeah right yep yeah, that's it yeah. and you, you don't wash like with soap anywhere else you nope. don't like get your legs your nope. feet nothing my, my face right? no not nothing and then you say that you kind of like just stand there with your head down with yes. the water hitting you and your hands are you're holding your hands yes. uh in front of you like down by your belly as if you're praying in church yes exactly that's and you just exactly. stand there yeah, like, doing nothing i do i stand and i do nothing yes. so mariana and it kind of looks scary so mariana yes. Uh, you said mm-hmm. you did that. Yeah, like, obviously, like, I washed my legs or whatever, but then... Oh, well, you're doing you know, it wrong then. <laughs> no, no, but listen, listen. Okay, okay. Like, when you said you stand in the shower and you just kind of put your head down, you let the water soak over you. Yeah. I thought, okay, you know, that sounds kind of zen, and Roz is a chill guy. Maybe he has, like, this is kind of his technique to relax. Yeah. So I did it, and literally 20 seconds in, like, my, you know water started like going like through my nose and like my <laughs> chest started to feel really congested and like I started to overheat I had to like get up and gasp for air <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so wow. I was just miserable. Yeah, yeah see, I went to like a really dark place. Yeah, see, I like, I, I use a shower much like anesthetic, which is I get myself really, really close to the edge of death and then I just come to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it felt. Like I was reborn or something. Yes. So you tried that technique once and once was good enough. Yeah, no, but it was did you? But did you arch your back and like let the water jet like hit you between the butt cheeks and stuff like that? Yeah, like I did that, but that was just like whatever. Oh, see, that's... That's one of my favorite yeah. parts. It was uh, standing there with your head facing down. That yeah. Gotcha. Oh, that's my absolute favorite part, though. And oh, then, that's and, really scary. And then I sometimes open my eyes and the cat's staring at me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. After you said that, yeah. I tried the technique of just like standing there after I like washed and everything. Yeah. Standing there with my back to the shower. So yeah. the shower's just hitting me in the back of the neck yeah. with my head down and I clasped my hands and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was actually pretty relaxing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind it. Yeah, it's kind of zen. It's kind of zen. I enjoy it. But it didn't work for you, huh? No, no. Maybe it it's really because scary. maybe it's because you use so much energy washing your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Overexert yourself. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't you over. Don't overdo it in there, girl. You know what? Maybe because when I go to reach my toes, I fell really hard on my ass one time in the shower trying to do that. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Nobody should be washing their feet in the shower. <laughs> Don't you think they'd smell? Wouldn't your feet smell? No. Like you have to, like nah. the sweat in between uh, the toes. The most I will ever do, okay, I'll tell you this. The most I ever do with my feet is I stand there and I take one foot and I put it on top of the other foot and then I just rub it back and forth real quick. Oh. <laughs> like I, I wash I wash one dirty foot with the other dirty foot and then I do it again because I think they may have gotten a little bit clean in the process. <laughs> you get oh, more dirty. That's, that's, the only, that's the only thing that I do to my feet in the shower. Thank you, Mariana. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, Tixiana, who asks a question every week on the Rosamoga Show. Tixiana. We love, love, love her questions. What three numbers, none of which is zero, okay. give the same result whether they're added or multiplied? Okay. Damn it, Maury, you look super Easy. confused. So what three numbers? Yes. So only one set of three. Correct. Okay, so four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Four and four is going to be four. Four over four is eight. Nine, ten, four. Do you know what you're doing? Well, I'm adding up four. Like, I'm just, I know you're shouting out numbers, but do you, do you know what you're trying to achieve? Sorry, so let me rephrase the question. Let's just say I pick four. So if I go four plus four plus four. Right. Four times four times four. Right. I'll get the same number each time. No, you will not. But yes, you're on to the right, the right way of thinking. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. So four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Four, four is eight. Four. Excuse me. Huh? Four. You have to use three numbers. Yeah, four, four, four. Four, four, four. Okay, so what four plus four plus four four is? Twelve. Four times four times four. Twelve. No. No, that's absolutely Four times four is eight. Excuse me. Four times four is eight. Four times four is? Four plus four is eight. Okay, so. Yes. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Three, six, nine. I have to check to see if I actually got this right. Hold on, because I get a. I wind up maybe looking like the fool at the end of this because <laughs> it's four. What's that? It's, it's four. Watch it's it be four. No. Oh, hold on. One, what two, three, three four, numbers? Five, six, seven, none nine. of which is zero. Give oh, the yeah, same I'm right. result. I'm right. I'm right. Whether I'm right. they're added or multiplied. I just literally had to write it down on my computer. Three. What? Three. Three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yes. And then if you times them, <gasps> three, three six, nine. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 
Okay, you know that counting by threes is the same as adding them, right? Yes. Okay. Right. Three, six, nine. Three, six, nine. That is? Adding. Yes. Now, okay. t- now do times. Um, three goes into three. No, 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 no. Not dividing. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. You're like next level math right now. Yeah. A level that like nobody understands. Okay. Three times three. Yes, is? Okay, three. And then, okay, oh my God. Three, three times three, Maury. Yeah. Come on, bro. 16. Excuse me. Four, five, three six. times three. Three times. Am I forgetting how to do my times? Is no, no, no. Just three times three. Is six. Three times That's three. three. Plus three. Three times three. One, two, three. Is nine. Yes. Nine. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. And then times three. Times three is 16. <laughs> 18. 18. Okay, I was in the teens. Well, no. no. <laughs> okay. No. So it's not that, that. Bro. Okay, that's okay, that's just Oh my god, I got it. It's just not right. I got it. Okay. 2. 2. Maury, what three numbers? Three numbers. Yeah. It can be the same numbers, but why not shake it up a little bit? Why not throw in different numbers? 1 2 3 3 4 5 6. 1 times 2 is 2. 1 times one, two, three. Yes. Seriously? Yes. Like it was right there in front of me the whole time. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, Mocha, now your turn. It's um, is it four, guys? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on here. I got I the got... answer's not different for okay, everybody. But... Okay, okay, hold on. Like, like your math and my math <laughs> okay. are the same. Yeah, okay, so I got something better to do right here. So Maury. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so let's do your three times tables. Okay? Okay. Okay, Maury. Um, one times three. Is three. Two times three. Is two. Is, no. Okay, whoa. What are you doing, on, on, your, on your three times tables, you got <laughs> stuck at two? Are you actually writing stuff down? Yeah. What are you writing down? No Ooh. writing down. Oh, no? You shouldn't no, have to. absolutely not. No. Okay, okay. Is six. Excuse me. So three times two is, because it's three times two, two is yes, six. Yes, two times three is six. Yeah. Three times three. Sixteen. No, eight. No, nine. Nine. I know that nine. one. Nine. Four times three. Okay, it's sixteen. Nope. Mocha said it was sixteen before. Okay, no. Four times three. Four times three. Four. Um, three. So three is three is nine. <laughs> okay, so four oh times God. three is... Okay. <clears throat> oh, I know this one. It's like 23 or something. Whoa. I nope. know. <laughs> uh, Maury, what, okay, let me, okay, I'll break it down for you. Maury, what is, uh, what's four plus four? Is eight. Plus four. Four plus four is eight. Nine, nine. No, 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 you can't 12. use your fingers. 12. 12. Okay, so what is four times three? 12. Okay, what's five times three? 16. <laughs> Maury. <laughs> Maury. <laughs> well, because the last time it worked. Five times three. Five, 10, 15. 15. Six times three. Um, six times three. Oh my God, we had this one already somewhere before. Six <laughs> times three. Six and six. Twelve. Okay. Uh, six. Hold on. So six times three and four times three okay. equal the same? Okay, Maury. Five times three was 15 and you say six times three is 12? <laughs> no. So that's wrong. Well, yeah, because that's the equation where you have to start going backwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Six times three. 
Six and six is uh, 12, 13, 14, 15. No. Uh, you can't that, use your fingers, or, by the that, way. That, that also, was, that was, also, that was five times three. Okay. <laughs> Put your hands on the table. Okay. No, hands on the table. Yes. And I'm watching your fingers. No. Okay. Make fists. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Okay, Maury, six times three. Didn't we do this one? We did. Not okay. yet. Okay. Six and six is 12. That's, that's six times two. Okay. But that's not the question. <laughs> okay. Okay, so six. Put your hands down. <laughs> six times three. Yes. Six and six is 12, uh, 30, 40. 19, ah, you can't 18. use your fingers. Stop using your fingers and stop six. tapping your foot. <laughs> yeah. Six and six is 12. Six times three. 19. <laughs> No. Oh, my God. Am I in the vicinity? What do you mean? Are you in the vicinity? As in numbers? Yeah, <laughs> sure, you're in the vicinity. Shout out numbers. Six times three. Boy, you know what Moy's doing? So we told him he's not allowed to count with his toes. Yeah. We told him he's not allowed to count with his fingers. Yeah. So you know what he, did you notice what he's doing? Is he moving his butt cheeks? Yeah. <laughs> he's shimmying his, his waist left and right. He's counting butt cheeks. He's going, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> Okay, Mar stop counting butt cheeks, okay? And answer the question. Six times three. Huh? Oh, at 19. Put your hands back down. 19. Mar you already said, no, no, on the table. You already, uh, you already said 19 and the answer was no. Oh, then it's 18. Correct. Okay. Uh, Maury, seven times three. Oh, I thought we were done. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're done when we say you're done. <laughs> okay, seven and seven. Seven times seven is seven times, I know this was seven times seven is... 49? No. <laughs> seven times seven is 18. Okay, Maury, no, seven times three is what you're doing. Yeah, no, no, I know, but I have to start somewhere. Seven times seven, you just said is 18? I don't seven. think you want that kind of heat right now. <laughs> Let's not go to the seven times tables. Let's stick to the three times tables. Yeah, you're not ready for that small. Yeah, no, man. <laughs> So seven, seven times seven is 15. Yo, Maury's okay. sweating. He's looking at the clock, too. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Maury, okay. So, Maury, put yeah. your hands back down. Okay, so seven times three. Seven times, okay, so, um, 21. Yes, correct. Uh, Maury, eight times three. Oh, there's so many questions on the sheet. <laughs> I got more here, though. <laughs> That's okay. okay. When do we end? Tell uh, me when we end. At 12. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maury, come on. What is it now? Eight times three. Okay, eight, eight, sixteen. Um, Twenty-four. Yes, correct. Nine times three. No, we're done. No, nine times three. Nine and nine is uh, nine times nine is eighteen. Nine times <laughs> nine is. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to whisper, chief. <laughs> okay, nine times three. Uh, nine and nine is eighteen. Yeah. Um, 28. <laughs> no. <laughs> Keep going. 27. Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, 10 times 3. Okay. Oh, oh, 30. Yes, 11 times 3. Oh, man. This is the last one. Nope. Nope. This is <laughs> second last one. Yeah, 11 okay. times 3. 11 times 3. Boy, yeah. sweating right now. So 11, 11 is 22. <laughs> and he's just rubbing his temple. 32. <laughs> no. 31. No. 33. Yes. Okay. 12 times 3. La, here we go. Okay. Okay. 12 times 3. 12 and 12 is 24. 36. <laughs> yes. Oh, why was that so tough for everyone? <laughs> We're all asking that same question. 
okay. Now to the uh, four times table. Yes, sir. No, no, no. Here we go. <laughs> I could do a whole <laughs> podcast of this. I have never. I haven't sweat this much since the I gym. Know. You look very stressed out right now. Why is that so stressful for you? Thinking hurts. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Morgan has this question. Oh, I can have a nap. Would yeah. you rather fart once a year and it's the worst smell in the world and you have to smell that bad for two straight weeks oh, or God. fart like you do now, but the gas that comes out your butt is colored? Fart like I do now and then it comes out as a color. Like, I don't then, know, man. There's like... Then it's a party trick. I mean, I don't go to church or anything like that, but I got to imagine that purple farts wouldn't go over well in a lot of places. Can I ask the question, can you change the color? Like, is it like a mood ring? Like, you get to pick? Then like, it if it's a really, really bad one, it's like bright red? Yeah. Or at Christmas, you can select red or green. No, no. Let's say it's always brown smoke. Oh. You oh. <laughs> could have at least said pink. No, oh, always okay. brown so smoke. Always brown smoke yeah. every single and like, time I and, farted. And thick brown smoke. But does it dissipate or it's like it's there for a while? No, it it, dis, it dissipates. Yeah, it dissipates. But it's like a, it's it would be like a... Like an oil fire. You know what I mean? Like just thick. So now think about this. So every so people fart several times a day. So it's going to be a lot of brown smoke. Or you fart once a year. No, no, no. But this is just for you, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, your So a lot of brown smoke or once a year and it's just really bad. Now, and also you wouldn't know when that once a year fart was coming. No, no, not at all. You'd be scared. Oh, man. Yeah. Because here's my thing. Is like, that do you know when it's about I, to happen? Like, it's percolating in you? No, I think that I may choose the once a year fart, and I'll tell you why. Because I think that if it was just once a year, if I was alone, then I would be fine because it would just totally. be me smelling it, and I would just have to deal with it. If I was, say, in a group of people, the way that they describe the smell as being so ungodly putrid, I don't think that people would point their finger at me for making the smell. I think that it would be such a terrible smell that I could immediately just join in with people going, oh, my God, what is yeah. that? What is it? Yeah. Unless I think that I could hide it better, weirdly enough, if it was the once of ye- once a year terrible smell. Because how do you hide the brown plume of smoke coming out of your ass no, you every can. time you fart? You can't you hide that. Can. But no. the once a year, it could come with a sound. That's fine though. You, you can whatever. You you just you know nobody would nobody and would then believe. You have to go like two weeks of smelling that way. Yeah, that's true. That's a long time to smell like that. I know. It's a lot of Febreze. Like, like, like hibernation. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I would not like to have brown smoke come out of my bum. I think I would choose having to smell that way for two weeks. Yeah. But then, like, everything in my life, I would have to shut down. For two weeks, and you don't know when it's coming. Right? Like, it like I happen. would have to, I would call in, like, I would, you know, confide in you, Ross, yeah, and I would say, again. listen, man, it happened, and yeah. I can't come into work, so... Either tell so, people that I farted. <laughs> so would that smell just be seeping out of you then for two weeks? Or would it just be on you and it takes two it weeks would, to go yeah, away? Yeah, I think it would be on you. Like it's like a skunk thing where it's yeah, like on you. it would you. just take a long time to go away. Yeah, I don't know because I don't think that they're... Like imagine, you know, God, the places that you could be where if the brown smoke came out, it would just ruin everything, Right. Like a hospital? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, think I, would, I think I'd rather be at a hospital, but just, yeah, what if you're I don't on know. Date? But do you normally fart on dates? 
I guess you could squeeze one well, out. The, right? Yeah, I mean, if there's no yeah. brown smoke, you can. Yeah, true. Wait, as a married man, how many dates are you going on, Maury? <laughs> Why are you so worried about dating? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so worried about farting on brown farts on dates? Why are you so worried about that? Ah, you still haven't deleted Grinder from your phone, huh? <laughs> it was for the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jenny asks, what's the kindest thing you have ever seen? I don't know. I would say, and this just happened yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. It's so, so hold weird on a that second we got here. this question. The kindest thing you ever saw happen yesterday? Well, I can't think of like the absolute most kindest thing, but something super kind happened yesterday that right. made me almost break down in tears. Okay. And my son, Cruz, we went for a walk. He really wanted to go for a walk around the block. Yeah. And it was my wife, my son, and I. And there were other people out in the neighborhood. Um, obviously, because of social distancing, you can't, like, walk on the on the sidewalk with people. And people would see us, like, with a kid, with a child, and they were being polite. And they'd go on the street or if they had, yeah. like, a dog or whatever, go on the street. Every single person we walked by, Cruz, bless his heart, was stuck his hand out at every single person. He was going, hello, yeah. hello, hi. <laughs> and, like, even people who were, like, so far away, you could see he was, like, looking, waiting, waiting, waiting. When they got in the vicinity, yeah. he put his hand up and he went, hello. Oh. And I was like, oh, man, that is so sweet, Yeah, dude. it is. It is. And, no, you're right. And that probably made a lot of people's day yesterday, too, to have a little kid that they don't know, just say hi to them. I always love those days. But no, you're right. That is probably one of the sweetest things you've ever seen or one of the kindest things you've ever seen. I, I you believe an you. I believe you on that. Um, yeah, I, 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 and again, it's it's kid-based because I don't generally look for kindness. You know, mm. I don't I don't generally, it's not this, it's not the type of person I am. I don't seek out, you know, acts of kindness that other people have done. And, I, and, and to a fault, maybe I don't recognize them when they are, you know, right there. But I think that, there was a moment where um, Catherine was upset and Roxy was at that age of too young to really comprehend adult emotion and mm -hmm. the, the sort of devastating things that happen in your life as you as you get older. And I just remember Roxy just instinct and, and, and a lot of it is little girl instinct because they're very nurturing even at a very young age. And Roxy didn't know what consoling somebody was, but she just had this innate sort of urge to do it. And so one day Catherine was upset and Roxy was the one that went over to console her. Aww. But just not having never seen somebody do it, it was just instinctual. Yeah. You know, it was primal. And so she went over to console Catherine. And I just remember that moment being, you know, like this is, there's, there's, there, there's just an inherent empathy in humans that we have. And if you grow up without it, it was deliberate. It's not like we, it's not like some people have it and some people don't. I think that we all have it. And to just to see empathy at that young of a, of a kid, you know, at that age was really something to see. And it was really beautiful. And it was just true kindness because yeah. her intentions were nothing other than I need to do whatever I can as a person to make this person feel better. I don't have a lot of skills so I can sit and I can rub her back like she does to me when I don't feel well. Yeah. And it was incredible. Like it was incredible to see. Um, but other than that, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it, Maury. I have two quick ones. One, yeah. one year ago today, my dad, when he was at work, uh, was complaining of chest pains. And somebody at his office insisted that he go to the, the hospital. My dad didn't want to. Right. And this guy, like, insisted and forced him to get in his own car and drove my dad to the hospital and save my dad's life. Right. 
because it was a heart attack. Yeah. Second one was when my Matthew's ex was staying over at our place and I wasn't feeling well. His ex went to Shoppers Drug Mart to get like a thermometer and stuff so that he could check my temperature for me. And I thought that was so sweet. So hold on here. What was your what was Matthew's ex-boyfriend doing having a sleepover at your house? Well, he was in town cuz uh we were all going to a concert together. What concert? Uh we were going to see Heart. Was okay. that like favorite band for Matthew did, and that guy yeah. back in the day? Yeah. Hold on, you went to a concert. <laughs> you were <Wait>. third wheel <laughs> at Matthew and his ex's date night at their favorite band's concert? <laughs> Dancing to their song? Yeah, but but he got he but you're missing the whole point of the conversation is he went to get a thermometer. Now, were you too sick to go to the concert and they went alone? No, 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 it was after we got back and I just like hit, I suddenly got really sick and I wasn't feeling Obviously, well. he drugged you. <laughs> <laughs> Take you out of the equation for the evening. He's all horny from heart. <laughs> but, what, but what do we do about Maury? Don't yeah. worry about it. I got you. I got you. Uh, <laughs> it was the kindest thing I ever saw. Yeah. Wow. That is... Kind. Wow. Well, I don't know about oh, that. Oh, man. I don't know about that. Uh, Jessica says this. Hey, guys, I love the podcast so much. So first of all, thank you, Jessica. My question is, if you could plan the perfect vacation for you and your families, where would you go and what would you do? Mm -mm. Interesting, because for me, the perfect vacation is not what the perfect vacation is for Catherine. Right. We you guys are complete opposites, complete right? Complete opposites. Yeah, complete. I don't like to travel. And if I do, I don't like to... I don't know. I don't like going to museums and I don't like walking around and I don't like this. Catherine is very much a... Uh, I don't need to stay anywhere fancy because we're never going to be in the room anyway. And I just need to just like walk around and we need to go and explore things and have adventures. And this, that is the last thing that I want to do with my free time. Oh, wow. Like, so Catherine, I, before COVID happened, I had the perfect vacation for Catherine and Roxy. Mm -hmm which was, it was over March break plus three days, which was, because I, I couldn't take the time off. And and, and this tr kind of trip just wasn't for me, but it was, they were going to do three days, three days in New York, four days in Paris, and then end in three days in London and then fly home. Mm -hmm. And that was their sort of, that was their March break. And it got all got canceled because of, because of COVID. But that's very much them. That's what they love doing. They love walking around yeah. cities and exploring and, 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 exploring and yeah. going to museums Learning and, and, all, and all this stuff where I don't, I like traveling for work, uh -huh. right? Like if I'm going to travel, I've been to London. I don't even know how many times I've been to Paris. I've been to like all these places. Yeah, right? but when you go to those places for work, yeah. you're not doing the typical touristy thing anyway. You're like exactly. you're just hanging out, staying at your hotel room. No, I, yeah. But if I do go out, I'm going for dinner or I'm doing like, I don't, right. I, I won't go you're to a museum. Going, yeah. You're not going to go and explore the city no like i'm not gonna I, not I have no that. desire i haven't done that in toronto you know why am i gonna go and do that in do london do not like art do you not like i'm fine museums? with it but i will i can find something much better to do with my time than going to a museum <laughs> <laughs> i remember we my brother and i were my brother and i were in rome and i really i really dug going to the call going to the coliseum that was really great it was kind of cool uh, but everything else, I was like, I was just got bored, right? I just really? got, yeah, I got bored. We went to the Vatican, and I'm like, get me the hell out of this place. <laughs> Waited in line wow. for, I paid for a private tour just to expediate everything, like, because I expedite <laughs> everything. God. We 
we paid this guy a private tour. He took us into the back door of the Vatican, like paying yeah. like hundreds of dollars to do this. So we could go through as just me and my brother with this guy who spoke English. And he took us through in the normal tour through the Vatican is I think like two and a half to three hours. Then you ended the Sistine Chapel and everything else. And then you're on your way. We did the whole Vatican in under an hour. Oh my God! Yeah, really? Yeah, we 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 fast tracked through the entire thing. Just walk through and be like, yeah, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, and cool, I was like, cool. cool. And, and he stops and explains, and he's like, so this thing here, what you have is like the uh, the way that the sculptures are and everything. And I'm literally like, oh my God! <laughs> yeah, I, don't care, <laughs> right? I, I don't care, right? I don't care. <laughs> a bottle of wine and a pizza. Right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just don't care, and it's not that I don't appreciate it because I very, very, very much do appreciate it. Uh -huh. Right? Like it's not lost on me. It's just not for me. Listening to somebody sit there on a tour talking about a painting or a sculpture is like death to me. Wow. Like I, there is nothing in the world that I want to do less at that moment than that. All I can think about is just when is when this is over, right? I just want to go and sit on a patio and have a big like, you know, pork sandwich with a with a side of pasta and a big beer. But I treat it like I'm being forced to be there. But I'm in my head, I'm like, I paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like all I want to do is get out of here. Yeah. But I'm paying for this. I'm not even being forced to be here. I paid extra for this. So I, I'm not, so my perfect vacation is just not that. Oh, right? it's just my not perfect that. vacation is a mix of uh, relaxation and yeah. a little bit of exploring. Like I love being lazy. Yeah. Love being lazy. Just sitting there and doing absolutely nothing. But I also like going places where I can learn something or see the sights or you know, take photos of, of fantastic looking places. Like, mm -hmm. I don't mind that. I like a mix, a perfect mix. Damn it, Maury. Uh, my perfect vacation hasn't happened yet. I really, really want to go to London. It's all I've ever wanted to do my whole life. Like Matthew and I go to London, yeah. see the Sherlock Holmes Museum, go into the uh, art gallery, the Tate. Mm -hmm. That would just be, and it go at Christmas, that would just be absolutely perfect. Because our other favorite thing is New York. We've done that. Mm -hmm. London is just something I have to do. I will say London at Christmas, there's no better city in the world. That's what I've heard. Yeah. London at Christmas is truly magical. It's yeah. like, it is an incredible, incredible thing. Yeah. Uh, it really feels like, I remember when the first time I was at in and around London over the holiday time, um, I felt Christmas and the holidays like I never have before. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. I can't it's wait. really, it's a different kind of magic. But it's, it's super a really expensive. wonderful. It's a really wonderful kind of magic. The other thing I that, really I, that I love about um, vacation, and we, Jenna and I did this with, uh, when we went to Barcelona. Mm -hmm. We were there for a certain number of days. We planned certain things because there were certain things we wanted to see, certain things we wanted to do. But we did it in a way where not every single day was jam-packed. You know how some people will, like, completely yeah. plan a full itinerary. Day one, we're doing this from this hour to this hour. Then we move on to this, this, and this, yeah. and this, mm -hmm. right? So what we did was we took every day and, like, let's say on a Monday, we did something that was a little sightseeing-ish. But we left time within that day for, like, a break where... We could just do whatever we want, like mm -hmm. do like absolutely nothing. If we wanted to sit at a patio and have some wine and have some lunch and like sit there for a couple of hours, we would do that. But then the next day, like the Tuesday, was a completely open day. So we would go to the beach and just hang out there from sunrise until sunset and mm -hmm. just do absolutely nothing. So you're lucky you have Jenna where she is somewhat into into that. Where if, if like when Catherine and I go to a resort, because uh -huh. we've been to a couple of resorts, uh, not even day two, evening of day one, she's going, so what are we doing tomorrow? 
and, really? and, and I cannot answer nothing. We're just going to go and hang out. That's not an option, uh-huh. right? That's not an option. And Roxy is now that same type of person. Oh, no. They're not hang out at resort type people. They want to do they stuff. Do, they have to be doing something all the time or there has to be a plan. There has to be something. And I'm like, no, we paid to come here because everything you need is here. Right. Yeah, but they want to know, did you right. sign up for scuba diving? Are we yeah, signing up for this? It's everything. So when we went to Mexico that uh, two years ago, that was the greatest vacation because it was at a beautiful resort and I loved it and I could just sit around if I wanted to. Uh, but then the excursions that we did during the day were all geared towards like the most fun that you could possibly have. And by the end of it, we were exhausted. We were there for six days and I in like an actual beach chair or chair by the pool in six days probably in total spent four hours wow really yeah yeah it was crazy we just did so much damn yeah but it was still it was still kind of fun like i like ziplining anytime matthew and i travel we build a whole grid like an actual paper with everything mapped out everything with addresses and it's all grouped by location everything oh my god really you have like no downtime whatsoever no like when you relax everything dinner but aren't you like tired by the time you get home exhausted yeah, like New York <laughs> is all mapped out. No, it's and, not and I, fun for me. I have to add, like, the other reason Matthew and I can't go to London yet is because he says that until I buy fancier clothes, we can't go because I people in London <laughs> dress well. Oh, my God. So is he saying that he can go to London because he has fancy clothes? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's like, ready. He's oh, ready for he's London. Ready. He's yeah. ready. I'm, he said, you are nowhere near ready. Wow. <laughs> What about his ex-boyfriend? I bet his ex-boyfriend yeah. oh! is <laughs> That's the next call you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Every week on Instagram, you'll see at kiss925. That's where we post uh, the picture that reads, Ask Razamoka. Ask your questions, and uh, and we'll answer. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS92.5. KISS92.5.com. Or download the KISS92.5 app. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough.